0: Hello, beautiful people! Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdale. on this Thursday night football. Thursday, December twenty second, two thousand twenty two. This sports show starts now. Football. <laughs> So many things were just running through my head because we are at a time. December 22nd is wild to think about. I hadn't really thought about it until I was in the show right there. We are at December 22nd. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy, Happy holidays. holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Yeah. Happy holidays. Week 16. Jeez. Wild. Week 16 <laughs> <laughs> starts tonight. The Jacksonville Jaguars, who are much better than we could have ever imagined in Doug Peterson's Staple on that culture has come to fruition. Trevor <laughs> Lawrence looks like a great quarterback all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I just got into the office a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. And those that watch the Dan Patrick show saw me come running into the office because I was in here a little bit earlier, got a chance to chat with the boys, got excited about week, uh, week 16 kicking off, got excited about the holiday season being in full bloom, had a couple conversations about the storm that's supposed to come through. We hope everybody's safe. Then I had to go run to a hospital. Um, for my wife and I's first like official ultrasound. Okay, there you go. the it was supposed to be this afternoon, but because of the storm, they thought ahead. We moved it to earlier. Rain over there. I saw my uh, baby girl for the first time this morning.
1: How about oh, it? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah! Woo woo! Congrats, dude. Saw her face. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: I saw her face mm-hmm. this morning. My wife, who has been an absolute badass through this entire thing, and anybody that knows our story understands that my wife has both you know, mental and physical scars to get to this point. And she has been nothing but a tough lady through it all. And I can't, with the sicknesses and then obviously everything else that has come alongside of it, like so incredibly proud. And then today we go into a room. I walk into a hospital, okay? I walk into a hospital, get sure. this done. Have no idea what's about to happen to me when I go in there. Sure. I, don't, I don't think I fully comprehended what was going to take place. We go in there, we lay down, she lays down, this lady starts doing the whole ultrasound thing, and then it was like 10 minutes in almost, I think, mm-hmm. like 10 minutes, 11 minutes in, face, just in a full, up on a TV over here where it's getting projected, and then on a screen right here that's directly connected to the ultrasound, and I was like, oh, oh is that our, we don't want to have to stop you here, and then I, I saw her mm-hmm. as a baby right there. I saw her as a little kid. I started projecting what she looks like as a teenager. (laughs) I started thinking about her as an adult. Like, I had a full mix of emotions all in a room and then i walked out of the hospital and i don't know if i'm ever gonna i just saw the face of yeah. what's going to change my life forever for the first time and i know that we have two babies in the building and i probably should have asked you guys for more information on these types of moments because when i came in here and i said i just saw her face you guys were like yeah big mom big yeah. mom i'm like yeah yeah i think i should have been asking you guys no, for more detail like that but mm-hmm. man that was amazing that was incredible but now i come sprinting in here and uh shout out to my wife hey sam you're doing it you're doing it Doing it, Sam, so that I can fly in here and get to do Dan Patrick's show. Then we have like 12 minutes or so uh, right before we come live. And then Tone Diggs, one half of the Hammer Dan! Dan Cowboys, he almost broke both of his legs mm-hmm. 20 seconds before this show started because he, he didn't have the proper hat on. That's right. He wanted a different hat that was in the Hammer Dan <laughs> Studio, which is over there. So he gets up 20 seconds left on the countdown. A little late. Normally people aren't moving at this particular yep. time. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. We thought it was an aggressive decision, but the look in his eyes stated that he needed to get this done. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So he sprints across the stage here. Did you see Toxic Table at Boston Connor at Ty Schmidt? Ty, you and I were briefly talking about it as the intro thing was running right mm-hmm. there. He tried Tony Hawk, like ju- mm. he jumped yeah. higher oh, yeah. than I've
2: seen yeah. Tony. Can
0: he recreate it for us? No, no, We need not this in Thunderdome. No, no. He jumps. <laughs> he jumped
3: from the middle of the stage almost.
0: Does
2: like a heel click. Mm-hmm.
0: He's wearing flip flops. I oh, am. Yeah. Both of these flip flops hit the ground, seemingly glue. Yeah. And his legs, <laughs> both of them, hyperextend. I thought he was a dead man. Oh, yeah. He continued to jog over there, grabbed a cap, ran back. He said, sometimes you need to test them." I'm like, God yeah. damn. So the show, a little bit rocky to start because there's a lot yeah. of things happening, life events happening. And I think we're going to talk about some life events that have taken place for some people around the NFL, which is the Pro Bowl rosters mm-hmm. that were announced last night. And I got to take a trip down memory lane for the first time that I got voted in to the Pro Bowl. And there have been other years where I thought I should have been voted in. And I had a uh, an incentive for $250,000 if I made the Pro Bowl, which is, Woo-hoo! Yeah, that's big money. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was really Mm -hmm. happy about that incentive, and I definitely did think about that whenever I was told that I made the Pro Bowl. I'm like, okay, here we go. Another fucking quarter
4: million. This is
0: all it is to show up on the next check. Great question. Um, So you feel that, but all the emotions that come with being... I don't want to say vindicated by your peers and by coaches and by other people, but it is that feeling. It's a feeling of pride. It's a feeling of like you think of everything you've done and all the people that have helped you along the way to get here, that you're being put into an upper echelon of the upper echelon, which is the NFL, and then pro bowlers are just like, you know, held up in higher regard. Forever you'll be introduced as a pro bowler. It was was a goal of mine. It was a dream. That's why the 250000 incentive was put on there, mm-hmm. because that was a goal of mine. And then as you start chasing that, you start to realize, like, oh, a lot of this is out of your control. Like, yeah. you can have the best year possible. You can become the go-to guy for the offense on an NFC team mm-hmm. that people are talking about winning a Super Bowl. Immediately upon being traded, you become their number one weapon on the offensive side of the ball have a resume, have a pedigree, have success in the past, have an incredible game on primetime every single week basically yep. and still not give a – that's Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. That's right. That's wild. Wild. Christian McCaffrey not getting voted in. It's crazy to me. Big name, big year, mm-hmm. big trade, big impact. Normally that's what comes alongside the Pro Bowl – Uh, voting because naturally if humans are doing the voting and they don't know everything about the position or everything about the job they're going to think about like oh what's the hype There's a reason. big names are a big name for a reason you see that in a lot of positions that people don't know a lot of things about. Offensive line it happens on a pretty regular basis where maybe a guy makes two or three more Pro Bowls than he actually should because he did have such a good start so everybody knows his name it's a position group not a lot of people know a lot about and then boom you're in there Christian McCaffrey running back big name popular very popular football team yeah, yeah. the 49ers faithful mm-hmm. is huge Has right the
3: most all-purpose yards in the league this year i think and he's
0: the fucking guy for them like he is their guy primetime tv he's getting the ball all the time and you know who he is and his dad was in the nfl doesn't give voted in it's like wow that's bananas there's a couple kickers and punters that probably think they got shafted because they have the stats and the um i'd say the situation to get in and guys didn't make it it's like it's a tough thing to get voted in there's bullshit seemingly that has to take place with the pro bowl the game has become such an exaggerated nothingness that people have almost started thinking that the title of pro bowl is something that is tarnished and i can only speak for my story which is what i said on the internet last night like I was fucking pumped when I got voted into my first Pro Bowl. I was very excited. I was very thankful. I had thought I should have made it in years past, so that vindication of making it afterwards felt even better. Then I went to the Pro Bowl, and I thought, well, this is a sham. This Mm -hmm. is not what the Pro Bowl should be. The Pro Bowl should be a celebration of the greatest sport on earth, the greatest league on earth, with our greatest players on earth. like It used to be, I feel like, and we used to see it on television uh, live from Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And I used to hear stories because I got drafted in – to that OG uh, Colts team, winning a second in football. Peyton was there. Jeff Saturday's there. Right. Joseph Adai's there. Right. Reggie Wayne's there. Dallas right. Clark is there. Right. Gary Bright. Like, that team won a lot. So they had a lot of pro bowlers. And I used to, you know – I was very lucky and fortunate that they kind of welcomed me in as a young punter into their community and into their family quickly. And I, I got to hear stories. People share stories about the fucking Pro Bowl and how it was the most amazing time of all time. Pat, you ever been to Hawaii? No, i never been to Hawaii. That's a long, long plan. <laughs> That's real expensive. Uh, they're like, Pro Bowl in Hawaii is the best. Then they start telling stories. Whole resort just for NFL and families. Everybody hangs out by the pool. It's basically just an open bar. Everybody is cool with everybody. Autographs being signed, pictures being signed. There's no, nothing off limits. Like it is just a celebration of everybody, and that's where everybody makes friends. That's where people talk ball. That's where people got better. That's where the events took place where you learned about people that you could only be a fan of from afar. So it was like a big deal almost, and it was talked about as such. And I make it love Phoenix want to move to Phoenix. Arizona's awesome. Talk about Phoenix being awesome. But it was like the first year they decided not to do it in Hawaii. They're like, we're going to move it every single year. So it was in Phoenix, Arizona because the Super Bowl was there. It was going to be the week before the Super Bowl in the city that the Super Bowl was was the decision that the NFL made. Didn't even have the full hotel. There's like two other conferences happening at the hotel. Mm-hmm. So everybody was scared to death to kind of meet in public places out there. You couldn't really walk room to room because literally you're getting accosted by the autograph hounds who are scumbags. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. They, they faked getting in the conference. You want to guess this? No. Of no. The not. autograph hounds who are strategically preying on people's hard work and their kindness in showing up at places so that they can profit And take advantage of people that are fans of people. It's a a sham, that whole thing. That thing is a real problem. Mm -hmm. Big time. Not like in the world. There's other real problems. We heard about them. There's real problems happening out there. I'm just saying in that world, those people Mm -hmm. deserve no pity. Ever. Just. So we know that they faked her in conferences. Luke Keekley can't even get from like the mandatory meeting that we have to go to the night to his room without like four people with Luke Keekley jerseys. Hey, hey, hey. You think Luke Kuechly going to want to hang out? You think Luke Kuechly is going to want to go hang out at the lobby bar and have a good time? You think if there's other people at the conferences uh, that are at that bar as well, you think anybody wants to say anything about anything anywhere ever? Nope. No. And then the practice was like an hour and a half into the desert, and it was cool. We got to see the military folks and shake hands, and that's obviously an incredible moment. But you're on a tiny bus, and then on the way back there was a crash. It was like two hours back, so three and a half hours on a tiny bus. Got to know JJ, uh, Chris Carter martellus bennett uh was in there
1: marty i I think those are the guys you know connor
0: barwin was in there fucking epic conversation Mm -hmm. but that was like the only time we got to do it and it was only with four or five people and i was very thankful that i happened to be around some of the most entertaining four to five people that you could possibly be chris carter on that marty b (laughs) marty b Amazing. Yeah, I mean, absolutely amazing. Drew Brees was in there a little bit, but that was basically the only social thing. And that was like the best time, even though it was. So I think there came a point where the Pro Bowl, in the eyes of the NFL, and I would say it's the NFL's fault. Yeah, how about it? NFL's fault. Where it used to be held in high regards. And when it was held in high regards, you know, it was treated as such. And that's whenever we had the quarterback challenges and we had people running 40s and offensive linemen weren't scared to lift. They were at a resort in Hawaii having an incredible time meeting other heroes of theirs. So I think they're much more willing to do a lot more as opposed to when it became just a money-making grab, basically, for a city to get two weekends of the NFL as opposed to what it was in Hawaii. So I think if we go forward... And we start treating it as if it's special again, which I think can happen. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think that can happen. I honestly believe it's an easy fix. Yeah. Now, that easy fix is also in conversation with the grass fields. Right. Uh-huh. And with the officiating. Of uh-huh. course. Yep. Both pretty easy fixes. Boom. What do you need? Oh, you got a lot of it. $12.7 mm-hmm. every Maybe. single year just for your media rights. What? Bingo. You have a lot of it.
3: That's spend a me- little bit more. You have a
0: lot of money, the NFL. Here's an easy fix. You want to make that Pro Bowl awesome again? You want people not – because the NFL should want Pro Bowlers to be held in like a, a, at mm-hmm. a standard, right? Like, these are our best players. These are our superstars. These are our all-stars. And they make money off the Pro Bowl game. A lot of it. That's mm-hmm. a part of those media rights deals yeah. that are generating billions and billions, billions – Actually, it's just one billion a, – no, a little over a billion a month <laughs> yeah. every single year. The media <laughs> sure. rights deals are, are – that's paying for the NFL. The games are going to happen, already been paid for. They're being paid for with ticketing and concessions mm-hmm. and merch and parking and real estate and advertisers, mm-hmm. sponsors getting in there. That's, that's just the media rights deal, let alone whenever the sports gambling continues to grow. That, that, that can be renegotiated. Be Who knows wild. if that's in a year or two years. It's only going to get more. I just think you can invest in things, and when you do, they get better. And I think that is something that businesses should think about doing, more specifically the NFL should mm-hmm. think about doing in this time of gross profit. This is the most they've ever profited in their entire life. Yeah, This is a time where I think you can invest in some things and bring them back to a standard that I think the NFL would want, mm-hmm. and the Pro Bowl is certainly one of them. So uh, there was a lot of last night about – like, the only thing that ever is conversated about is the guys that don't make it, the Pro Bowl system being flawed. Of course. And the Pro Bowl is a joke anyways. Who cares? And, like, the joke about, well, you won't be able to play in Pro Bowl, you play in a Super Bowl, has been made forever. But the whole, like, Pro Bowl is a sham thing is not a good look for the NFL. Nope. And it's not, it's not how the NFL players view it, I think. Like, NFL players, your first time getting voted in it's a real, like it actually means something. Now guys that make it 10, 12, 15 times, they, they go into a different stratosphere. I assume it's not like the same feeling every time, (laughs) but it's an incredible moment to get acknowledged at the highest level. I felt it. A lot of guys felt it last night. The Washington commanders put out a video where a guy named Jeremy Reeves, who we have a tweet. Tone digs this. Connor, have you heard about this guy? Oh yeah. Have you heard about this? Jeremy Reeves guy makes special teams. He's a special teamer. Um, for the Washington Commanders makes the Pro Bowl one teamer per side, AFC NFC. So only one person out of a pool of probably thought a lot of people playing special teams in the NFL.
2: Tung.
0: So here is can you go back to the uh yeah uh yeah, on the, yeah, the starts at the bottom. Bottom. Here we go. This is his NFL journey. Okay. May eleventh, twenty eighteen signed as an undrafted free agent to philadelphia september 1st 2018 waived by philadelphia september 12th 2018 signed to the practice squad of washington september 18th 2018 released from the practice squad october 22nd signed back to the practice squad December 19th, 2018, signed to the active roster from the practice squad. Then a year later, August 31st, 2019, waived from the Washington football team. Then uh, September 1st, 2019, signed to the practice squad. October 12th, signed to the active roster. We are back getting game checks. Mm -hmm. Woo! Then he gets waived September fifth, two 2020. Then he's signed to the practice squad in the middle of COVID. Then he signed to the active roster from the practice squad. Then he gets waived. Then he's signed to the <laughs> practice squad. Then he's signed to the active roster from the practice squad. Then he's returned to the practice squad. Then he's signed to the active roster from the practice squad. Then he returns to the practice squad. This is all happening within a year and a half. Yeah. Up, down. Up, down. Off team. On team.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Off team. On team. Big checks on the team. Big big checks on the team. Then he's um, signed to the active roster from the practice squad. Then he returned to practice squad. Then he signed to the active uh, roster from the practice squad. It's just been an up and down for this guy, literally his entire um, career, and now he's a Pro Bowler. And when the Washington Commanders decided to record the moment of him finding out and listening to Tress Way, who also made a congrats to Tress punter for the yeah, NFC. Whenever Tress Way found out that he made the team because the punter, the kicker, the special teams coach, you're with the bottom half of the roster a lot, a lot, a lot. So when guys like Chris Blair are getting quoted in articles and taken more legitimately than, you know, four-time NFL MVP, I have a lot of respect for that because I know a lot of the bottom half of the roster – Late draft picks, undrafted free agents. You work with them literally every single day. So, Tress Way seeing his entire journey, because Tress Way has been there this entire time, Tress seeing him up, down, up, down, up, down, off the team, up, on the team, off the team, on the team. There's a lot of question marks that Reeves has been through. Yeah. And then this season, he becomes a dude for the special teams, and then he gets acknowledged by his peers and everything. The payoff for Reeves and the happiness that Tress Way displayed, I think, is a beautiful depiction of what I was just talking about. We have have to make the Pro Bowl become something that is worthy. We have to make the Pro Bowl something that people respect because the players that get voted in, the first time especially, and everybody has a story. This is just Jeremy Reeves' story of being cut whatever fucking 17 times or whatever yeah, that I mean. is. Hey, bring, your, bring in your iPad. Happened to him so many times, mm-hmm. and then he thought his journey was over, and then he's back, then he's out, then he's back. It's just when you make it to the Pro Bowl your first time, it's a real feeling, and we have to treat it that way. And if we don't treat it that way – People won't give a fuck, and it'll become something that just doesn't matter. It should always matter because it does matter, and we have to remember that. Outside looking in, uh, talk to table at Boston. Connor at Ty Schmidt. Connor, your thoughts.
2: I mean, it, it's awesome not only just to see the Reeves and the interaction with Ron Rivera, because it seemed as though like something happened with his mother, because Rivera said, you know, she would be proud, but more so like how much it meant to Tressway. Not that he got the Pro Bowl, but that Reeves got the Pro Bowl. Like when Rivera told him, he started crying. I mean, and he wanted to be there when he was you know t- telling uh Reeves that he made it so it- it's crazy just how much it means to these guys and like you said there's so many stories of guys going up and down but for it to go all the way to the pro bowl like this guy's now what a stalwart of this team and probably well and
0: if he gets if he gets dropped down to the
2: practice squad Somebody's going to yeah. pick him yeah. up. Yeah. He's, right. not, he's
0: not going practice squad, backup, practice squad, back up, practice squad, back up. Because if you're on a practice squad, you have to get waived. So you have to go through the waiver wire. And then if you do, then a team can offer you a practice squad spot, either the one that just cut you or somebody else. If you get plucked off the practice squad, four weeks you have to be active mm-hmm. for wherever you get plucked to, whether it's the team that you are on the practice squad of or somebody else. So everybody in the league knows who's on everybody's practice squad. So now that he's a pro bowler, special teamer, that means that the coaches and the players had to see him. Mm -hmm. And if the coaches see him and it's a special teamer guy, that means the GM's Mm going to hear about him. He is going to have a job for probably the next three, four, five years just Mm -hmm. because of this happening. Because he'll just get an opportunity, opportunity, Mm -hmm. opportunity if he stays healthy. So what a come up. Reeves, But for the Pro Bowl, we, we got to hold that up in that yep. regard. We can't have autograph hounds running through the lobby. We got to have that thing be special. And if we make it special, I think then the contests, and I think it's flag football this mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. there'll be a little bit more effort because guys will be like, oh, we appreciate this. Mm-hmm. And also, let's not be scared to put some money up. Yeah. You know, match it to charity. Mm-hmm. Match it to charity. But if you put money up, actual money up, then the whole, like, business. Because I think guys say business. Because not only is it business, if I get hurt there, but I'm not going to deal with all the bullshit either. Like, it's uh, just business decisions. So if you make it a little bit more special, okay, because it should be. By the way, these motherfuckers are making you all your money. You know that $12.7 billion every single year? That's because people want to watch it. The motherfuckers that are in this game are the people that are moving it. And I know you guys tried to make it not... Be an individual sport whenever you wanted everybody dressed the exact same, and we want no dances. We just want to be able to pluck and place these players, everybody be the exact same. Game was nowhere near as popular as it is now because characters develop every single story, especially in the NFL. So I just think you make it special, guys will want to come, put a little money, match it to charity. Okay, let's make the world a better Mm -hmm. place, and let's make it something that's special. I think that has to happen and can happen pretty easily.
3: Seems like going back to Hawaii is kind of the easiest easiest way to do that because like yeah like vegas or whatever uh when you were in arizona like for some of the young guys i suppose but some of these older guys who are going to the pro bowl when you have a family it's like You've done Vegas. You've done that a hundred times. And that's all Vegas if you're trying to eliminate the autograph hounds and stuff. Like, like, that's all you're dealing with in Vegas. It's a bunch of drunk people who are there on their own vacation. It's like, oh, shit, the NFL's in town. Like, the NFL's probably not blo- – I don't know if they're going to be able to block Every out, like, team's fans. Exactly.
0: Are traveling to Vegas. You know why? Because it's Pro Bowl. Right. Why are they traveling to Vegas? Oh, because all your stars are there. Mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm.
0: All your stars are there. That means – that's all your money is there. Like mm-hmm. th- these are the these are the things where I'm like, why don't we just zoom out a little bit and be just like a little. Hey, probably better for business if we have a better product. How do we have better products? Oh, better players, better like I just that's what the grass fields. Same thing. Zoom out a little bit. Every single player that is worth a fuck who has the um I guess pedigree would be the right way to mm-hmm. the ability to speak out against it without being scared of getting cut or getting yeah. run out. Like everybody that has ever made it in the NFL basically has been like, uh, grass fields would be much better for everybody, especially yeah. because the technology exists. It's like, okay, so if the people who are making you all your money are basically saying like, Hey, this would make us probably healthier, play longer. Guys probably play longer mm-hmm. because their joints won't get beat down as much every single practice, and that's where everybody talks about it almost. In the games, obviously, we see the twists and the breaks and the no-give and everything like that. But practice, too, every single day, that thing happening. People are choosing to go out into the freezing cold with grass then into an indoor uh, because the turf is there and they don't want to just beat up their knees and their ankles. So these are the things where I think like, you should invest a little bit in what makes you money. If you're a business person. So even if they're saying it's a bottom line decision, it's a business decision. It's like, well, I think that's bad business. I think you make better business if you invest in these
3: things. Well, and they've been talking about how big of an issue the Pro Bowl is for years now. It's like they understand that like, hey, we're we're on the precipice of like almost getting rid of this thing because no one wants to watch it. None of the guys really want to do it. So it's like. If if that is the alternative. It's like, hey, you invest in this a little bit and make it a product Because g 'cause I assume, like you said, like word probably travels pretty fast among players. It's like, hey, if you go to the Pro Bowl, like it I go to the meeting and then I have to go back up to my hotel room. Like you don't enjoy the weekend; it's it's worse than you know. I mean, it's it's not even like a, a game during the regular season where you know that's like it's your job. You're not going out and fucking partying or doing whatever. But it's like this is a, a situation where I'm supposed to be able to kind of let my hair down, so to speak, and relax with a bunch of these guys. I don't really get high-profile. Do- exactly. That's what
0: you got to think about that. and I know this sounds like uh, oh, you spoiled athletes or whatever. Sorry about it. It's like I'm just providing details on why from inside looking out why I think it's probably not working. You think JJ Watt, right? Who's what, one of the most popular people on earth? Yeah. For oh, sure. yeah. I mean he's obviously not there with Dwayne. No. The Rock Johnson, who's no. the number one Gen Z. Yeah, that's right. I don't know no. if you saw that, saw that baby Dewey. Gen X says thank you to Gen Z. Mm-hmm. And that was – Okay, uh, thank you, Rock. The Rock. But well, you think J.J. Yes. Watt is – and he does because – and Luke Kuechly will never say anything about it. No. Ever. Mm-mm. And he went to the Pro Bowl, I think, every single time. I was just like, yeah, this is how it is. He'll never say anything. He'll never complain because of who he is, and that's why he's such a good player. J.J., same exact thing. Like, J.J.'s like, I'm from Wisconsin. Like, this is the Pro Bowl. Like, You know, as opposed to like coming out and saying like, "Can we not?" This bullshit. You know what I mean? everywhere I go. Can we not make? Because I'm not at that point. Nobody had a clue who the fuck I was. I was completely me and AQ. We were good over there in Arizona. A couple autograph hounds got me and everything like that. That certainly took place. But I was just watching for everybody else, and I'm like, this seems like some bullshit. And it and then you see the game. It's like nobody's trying. It's like.
4: I yeah, okay. don't want to be well, I, here.
0: Okay. I well, so these guys want to get hurt, potentially, while doing something that is not – it's work. Like, yeah. guys felt like the Pro Bowl was work as opposed to, like, a celebration. I feel like back in the day it was like, let's celebrate the season that was. Oh, yeah. And it had that type of vibe and feel. So hopefully they'll be able to do that so that the Pro Bowl title means something going for it, ten, twenty, fifteen 10, 20, 15, 30 years from now. Because mm-hmm. there's a chance it doesn't. Because all oh, anybody said, oh, the voting's fucked and the Pro Bowl's a sham. It's like – Man, that's tough because that's a pretty cool feeling whenever you get voted in, especially your first time. Join us now, head coach of the Indianapolis Colts back in the day, defensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens back in the day, Cleveland Browns. He was a special teams coordinator and DB coach for the U back Ooh. when the U was Hell the yeah. U. And if you don't want us to score or dance, don't let us score.
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Swag God, Italian-American. Host of Coach Peace Keys, which will not be taking place this week because the storm that's coming through, of course. Chuck would have been stuck here for maybe three weeks. Who knows? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Chuck McGowan.
5: Yeah! yeah, How are you, boss? What's up, guys? I miss you, man. I'm sick that I can't be there. We just, are. Just sick about it. We are bummed. And, uh, we are bummed. It's cold, it's cold here. Is it? We got some snow on the ground. It'll be good for Christmas, but heard you talking about going to the doctor with sam how cool is that congratulations seeing that little girl that image,
0: coach and i know obviously you have uh, a beautiful family that's grown and whenever you went through your leukemia the first year coaching in 212 um you talked about how you wanted to dance at your daughter's weddings you said i got two i got two weddings to dance at And I got a Lombardi to hoist or whatever. And that was literally your first thing that you spoke about whenever you were quoted about battling against this leukemia. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, man, this is a good dude, obviously. And then whenever I found out that I had a baby girl, that moment I thought about AJ has texted me because he has baby girls. Ty and Diggs now are baby girl dads. Like I've gotten so much outpouring love about being a baby girl dad and I can't wait for it Chuck and I appreciate you being a great you know like I don't want to say mentor but somebody to look up to as a father
5: hey it's a game changer and you're going to be you're going to be incredible as a, as a girl dad there there is nothing like it I mean after because Tara and then Taylor came and then the last one I just knew it was going to be a boy right so Tori's born halfway out got delts pecs. I mean halfway and I'm thinking this is it man we got us a, we got us a boy I got a son you know carry on the name all that stuff right pull the rest of the way out okay like that. <laughs> got us another little girl she's beautiful she's healthy 10 fingers 10 toes thank you lord all that stuff right then the placenta when you see that then the placenta comes flying out right in your Health class. like what the hell is that and then I probably asked too soon I looked at Tina just been through because she did she did all natural birth. And and my girls, 912, 96, big babies. We're talking big babies. Hey, these women are She did it natural. Mm -hmm. So God but she is a tough son bitch now. And so right then I go, Well, congrats, you know, thinking about a name, but you know we gotta go again. And she's like, fuck you. (laughs) She goes, You think I'm doing this again? You're crazy. Two weeks later, Pat. I was on a table getting snipped. <laughs> you're gonna be, you're gonna be amazing, man. You're gonna love it. It's a game changer. Nothing like it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I've heard all the, all the stories about. You know, it's good to have a, a son because of the lineage and the name. And then, and a lot of people have told me like, I wanted a boy. I wanted a boy. Then I had a girl, and then as the girl grows older, and then you learn from your dumb male brain about what an actual human, is with empathy mm-hmm. and, you know, emotions and caring, like, everybody's told me basically baby girl is just going to change you completely forever in a good way, and she's going to love you forever because you're her dad, so I'm pumped. And I know you were a fucking great dad, and I'm happy to hear Tina said uh, the answer's no. And also... Go get your balls chopped up. <laughs> right now. You're never put me through that ever again. It's a fantastic thing. Shout out to Tina. Shout out to you, Chuck. Let's talk about this game tonight a little bit, shall we? Um, Jaguars. Doug Peterson seems to have it you know, rolling down there with the Jags. They play, I think, like a passionate style of football. I'm seeing Trevor Lawrence do a lot of flexing, yelling, celebrating with his teammates. He was never like that, I don't think, at Clemson, and I didn't follow college football as closely then, but I don't think he was like that at Clemson. He was was like super professional all the time. Like, hey, this is the next Andrew Luck. This is the next John Elway. This guy is going to be a guy for sure, and I feel like he lost all of his emotions because they almost made him a robot into what he could be in the future. This year, he's celebrating. Doug Peterson has him buying in. They're going to be able to win a game that is probably going to be predicated from the ground game as well with the concepts that they have, I feel like Doug Peterson has done an incredible job. He won't be a part of the Coach of the Year conversation because they, they won't end up with double-digit wins or whatever. But if you think about what, where the Jags were to where they are now, what do you think happened? What do you think took place? And what do you have to say about Doug Peterson and that entire program?
5: Yeah, phenomenal job, uh, to your point, what he's done walking in there. We knew what a train wreck it was, you know, a year ago. Uh, you can basically cancel that year out for, for Trevor Lawrence. Um, he certainly uh, is what we all thought he was going to be. He's showing that on tape, and he just changed the culture down there. And you watch those guys and, the, and uh, again, how they play. There's not a, not a you know, bunch of big names like on that defense, but from an offensive perspective, that kid's playing as good as anybody right now. They've won, you know, three of their last four games. Huge comeback win against, you know, down 27-7 and, and come back and, oh, yeah. and beat the Cowboys with a walk-off pick six in that game. And just to see the locker room and to see how those players are, the, the whole culture has changed. The whole mindset has changed. Duval is going crazy. You know, you mentioned the run game. Etienne is a beast. I mean, he can, he can roll. You know, Mike McCoy, you remember yeah, Mike McCoy, four. the – former head coach, you know, uh, the chargers and stuff. He's the quarterback coach, you know, down there, uh, for Trevor. And he's done a phenomenal job with them and they got playmakers. Zay Jones, what do you have? Three touchdowns, Mm -hmm. you know, last week against the Cowboys, Marvin Jones. Uh, I mean, they, they've got a bunch of dudes, you know, on that football team and, and he can sling it. He can make all the throws. Uh, they take care of the football. You know, he's had some issues, you know, uh, with, with fumbles and things like that, but they don't, they protect him, um, Cam, you know the the Cam Robinson's out the left tackle, so that that'll play uh, that'll be significant tonight. You know against that unbelievable defense of the Jets, but Walker Little number seventy two. Keep an eye on him coming in at left tackle. He's been their swing tackle. He came in you know late in that Dallas game and, and did a nice job. So we'll have to keep an eye on that Christian Kirk. There, I mean they've got they've got players you know on that offense. And again, kudos to Doug Peterson if. You look at this thing, man. This thing—they've already beat Tennessee, right? At Tennessee. Yes. You know, so as far as tiebreakers go, they pull this one off tonight. They get this one, and then I think they go go to Houston, right? Yeah. And and they'll find a way to get that dub. And, and then, then they, they go, go home against they Titans. Go home. No, hey. This is a brand new, new jazz. jazz. okay? It ain't the same. It ain't Clontown anymore down there. Duval will be going crazy. And can you imagine if it comes down to you know the the you know division title in Jacksonville? Hell yeah! Oh my God! And they win that thing. Now you've got to throw Doug Peterson in the yeah. in the conversation, right? Agreed. For coach of the year.
0: I, I said earlier, I guess that maybe they won't. He wouldn't be able to be in the conversation to coach of the year because. He wouldn't be able to catch up to the people that are going to be in the coach of the year conversation. To Sirianni, I assume Shanahan will probably be in there. K-O's. Kevin O'Connell will probably be K-O's. in there. You know, Andy Reid. Pff, he's no been bad. around. It's McDaniel. McDaniel. <laughs> you know what I mean? They kind of yeah, McDaniel Doug's down there for- might get Doug in is
1: in fourth yeah. right now, behind Sirianni, DC, and Shanahan. McDermott's not even up there.
0: Could you imagine they win the AFC South <clears> after <throat> everything that's happened down there? And and you just point, you talked about yeah. Christian Kirk. We showed a highlight of him there. He offset the entire wide receiver market. Remember, people are shitting on Christian oh, Kirk yeah. about how much money he got. They're like, the Jags had to pay an extra $4 million a year just to get him to play in Jacksonville. So that's not the actual wide receiver salary price tag. And then Devontae Adams was like, yes, it is. <laughs> Tyree Hill was like, Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And Christian Kirk, I feel like he was not getting a lot of flowers at all. No. Him and Trevor have developed quite a nice little relationship. Third down, he's getting a rock. He's extending downs and drives for them. I like the way he's playing with Trevor. He's guy. got
1: almost. A thousand, he's got 966 yards and seven touchdowns. Pretty good. That's of, a hell of a season. Oh yeah.
5: And everybody was I, actually shitting you think on him. Hey, you think, there's, you think there's any Colts fans out there who wish we would have maybe paid a couple bucks for number 13 now for Jacksonville? <laughs> Well, who's going to throw. A bunch ball? of teams out there would love to have him, you know. It's it, he's proven to be, you know, worth every every penny. You know, that throw and catch right there is is unbe- unbelievable again. You guys were talking about the Pro Bowl. It's a popularity vote, we know that. We know guys get grandfathered in, you know, year after year after year just because of who they are and what they've done and and the years of service in the league and and all that stuff and 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 yeah, there's a bunch of you know, great head coaches and first timers this year that are on that coach of the year, you know, list. And, you know, if Sirianni wins it. All of us will be, you know, cheering and, and clapping and, and throwing. Hold on. Hold on. Hey hey, done, hey, 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 many, Hey, 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 Hold how on. Games it-
0: hold on. Sirianni, because he said he got up on the, on the bench and said, that's for fucking Frank, is that why all the coaches are pumped for Sirianni? Or is you talking about all of us as a show for Sirianni.
5: No, I love that when he when he did that after the fucking game. <laughs> yeah, I, Hey, you know when I was there for that game, Pat? You know we saw this uh, Jim Lines, our guy, our donut guy from Jack's Donuts, <laughs> offered baby. up this boom, boom. offered up sweet. I'm sorry, no donuts today. Yeah, yeah. everybody yeah. was bummed. Holiday too. I dropped the ball on that one as well. So you guys can find me for that mishap. Deal. But Let's
0: see if I film. You know,
5: bad. I went by the uh, I went by the hotel. Night before Saturday night, and a good friend of mine, Joe Pananzio, special team, assistant special teams coach, another unbelievable Pizon grew up like with, um, p- is don- with the is with the Eagles. So I went by to say hi to, to him and and uh and some other uh, people in that organization. Leanne uh, Hartley's unbelievable, she's assistant. She's a he's she's chief chief of staff of the Eagles. She's unbelievable. Uh Jeffrey Lurie's right-hand person. Um but anyway, I got a chance. Nick came down after the meetings, you know how the team meetings end and all that? Yeah. Came down and, and said hello. That guy, you've had him on the show. Love him. He's as real and as authentic and as good a dude that, that I've been around. You know, he's just a genuine, humble, good person. And I can see, I mean, they've got a hell of a roster. Howie, that roster they built, I mean, top to bottom, both sides of the ball, depth, I mean, the whole nine yards. And wait to see where Gardner comes in you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, right?
0: Plan. He can move a little no, bit. No, this a... dude's yeah. gonna
5: ball out, but he's he's a great he's a great guy and when he jumped on the bench and they pulled that game out late against the Colts and, and he said that's for Frank. I mean that's loyalty. Yes. That's, I mean that's all you that's all you want in this damn thing is, is to know that this some bitch got my back, you know, and, and kudos to him.
0: You said so. You were going to say something about a popularity vote if Sirianni wins, and everybody will be happy. And then I stopped you because I I heard a little bit of the coach fraternity uh. <laughs> there. I heard I heard the coach fraternity come uh, kind of come out of your mouth like. Oh, just yeah. hire, hire a player, huh? It's just so easy. Huh? <laughs> That's what it is, huh? Is that the case? I love that. <laughs> uh, the fact that they got a Panunzio, Come on. Sirianni staff has a Ponunzio over there in Philadelphia. Not bad. The Italians oh. have done well in the football mm-hmm. world. But you are going to go on, I think, to say something about maybe another coach, Doug Peterson, or somebody What's, else winning the coach of the year.
5: Yeah, Ke- Kevin O'Connell, you've had on, you know, he's done a phenomenal job. But how many games did Jacksonville win, you know, last year and the year before that? And where have they been, and what he's done to turn that ra- turn that around in such a short period of time? And you can say what you want to say about AFC South, the NFC South, whatever. But somebody's got to win it, and he's got that team playing at a high, high level. So, um, I mean, he should be in the conversation, no doubt. I mean, looking looking at what they where they were, and what they've overcome, and him coming in there in a short period of time, and they've got they've got good players, they've got a good roster, but. He's changed the whole culture. He's changed the whole mindset.
0: They're only going to get better, too, and their owner will spend money. We oh, yeah. saw him fucking put two pools in a stadium, right? Yeah. Try to bring a little bit more a little energy and juice to that stadium. This guy will spend money. He was going to build an entire city. Remember, Urban Meyer yeah. yeah. uh-huh. was going to have, a yeah. we need to build an entire city. Urban town. Right. I need this over here. I need this over here. Urban town in the middle of Duval. And Khan's like, all, right, all right, be a big all statue of right. him in the middle. And, and if Doug Peterson is helping make decisions and uh, the GM called, is he? Balky still? Balky still there, Trent. The, I mean, the Kirk signing looks good. Yeah. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence was allegedly a layup, but you draft him. Etienne, if he gets going, yep. which yeah. hasn't had a touchdown in a while tonight, feels like for him to get in for a super boost as well. Mm-hmm. Another plus 500
1: available. We're going back to I love Etienne.
5: Me remember, too. Hey, Pat, he runs remember all the talk, you know, about, you know, is this Balky's fault, this, that, and the other? and He was the clown. He yeah. was the clown
0: no. that they were clown-tonning.
5: But for Doug to go in there, you know, and, and mesh with Trent mm. and make that, because we, we all know how difficult right. that can be, you know, when you put, you know, a because nowadays what they're doing is all the agents basically are saying, okay, we're pairing this up-and-comer. You know, with this GM, this up, and they know each other. They've got, you know, history together, and they're going to make that thing work from a, you know, communication standpoint. We know how hard, you know, that can be and all those kind of things. But to go down there and make that thing work with Trent and and build a relationship, you know, those three pillars that Mr. Ursay always talks about, the, you know, the owner, the head coach, and the GM, those guys got to be in lockstep and got to be on the same page. And it certainly looks like Doug has made that thing work.
0: Hey, brand new information to my ears. I don't know how known it is. And it only makes sense that the agents are pairing coaches and GMs together because there's clean. like the Colts are probably about to have one. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Colts are probably about to have one. It makes sense that taking it out of owner the team's hands, like, hey, we think this guy and this lady, this guy will be able to get along uh, and do the job. So if you like one of them. You have to like both of them, basically. Is that kind of what's happening? And how long has that been taking place? Just ever since, like the whole discovery that GMs and head coaches getting along is a big deal. Is that when this has this kind of been a, as of late, Chuck?
5: I think you're seeing uh, more and more of it, especially in these last couple cycles, uh, these head coach and, and GM cycles that have come through. And I think you're only going to see, you know, uh, that continue to be something because, you know, again, that's that's the most important thing, and just find. Come in get with two a guys, get, get a couple dudes that he? are really, really good at football and know football and got big brains and are smart and have no ego.
0: That's that's easy to do.
5: <laughs> that's really easy to do. Just just no ego in it because most of the time it gets fucked up because, you know, everybody wants to be the reason yeah. that we win, the reason we won a Super Bowl, the reason we won a division. Players, code, everybody, but take that out of it, Right. Big team, little me, just serve each other, just be a reason. Just just be a reason. So find a couple guys that are really good at football that that have energy and culture and juice and, and all that kind of stuff that can reignite your organization and, and throw the egos out. Check them at the door. And there's gonna be conversations, Pat, that are gonna be difficult and tough. You know, personnel conversations, offensive room, defensive room. But then at the end of the day, as long as everybody's got to, you know, respect and trust for each other and everybody knows each other has their back, then you make a decision and you move forward. You shake your hand, you walk out of those rooms and say, this is how we're going to do it.
0: We just got some Coach P's keys there. That's, That's right. Yeah, we did. Hey, team on me, team on three. Chuck, come on. You putting your hand in or what, dude? Come on, Chuck. Come on. Team on me, team on three. One, two, three. Team. That was awesome. <laughs> It's not as easy to do that though, man. Uh, What you just laid out, I think, is the dream. I don't know if it's as easy to do that with humans being humans. It is fascinating, though, that the interview process was always GM gets interviewed, head coach gets interviewed separate. And then once it's like, let's see if these two will like each other. You both have the job if you like each other. Mm -hmm. Okay, so for the next... Next three hours. Yeah. Let's oh, see if you guys like that's it. Right. That's oh, okay. That's an interesting. Oh, yeah, you got it. Now it's like GM and head coach come in together. GM lays out team visions. Mm-hmm. Head coach says, "In with that, we'll be able to do this. It's almost like you're hiring both yeah. yeah, partners as opposed to separately. That might be much, a much smarter way mm-hmm. to go about doing it as a whole, anyways, because then you have job descriptions immediately right Because then there's an understanding before the meeting even starts it's like, hey, I will do I will handle contracts, cap negotiation right. and then play, like okay well i need I need the bottom ten spots then coaches like we're pulling for bottom ten spots of the roster, we get to pick that, and also we get to go strategy, and then well, I would like to hear strategy though before game because I would like to input I have fifty one percent of the vote though you do not it's like oh, that shit kind of gets handled going into the interview right. as opposed to figuring out. Am I anywhere near on point there as somebody that's
5: been through the process a couple of times? would that work or no? No. So the problem is, is like when I went and interviewed for the Colts job, you know, after that 2011 season, and 2012, a lot of young guys like myself, first timers, and these guys that are getting hired, you don't really know You know, because first of all, it happens really fast, right? we lost to New England, phone rings, you're on a plane, you're sitting in front of the owner and a GM, you know, and it's like, you don't even know what questions to ask. You know, if I were to go in now and have another opportunity, all the things to your point, Pat, all the (laughs) things that you just talked about, those are all the questions that need to be asked as you're sitting at the table. You spend time just getting to know each other, Right. Given them an idea of who you are, what's inside you, what makes you tick, okay? What what's in your DNA? What's in your character? Character? What's this? What's your identity going to be for this football team? You know we're going to be tough. We're going to be disciplined. Hell yeah! Yada yada yada. Right? What's the culture going to look like? What's that going to smell like? What's that going to taste like? But then it's like okay, who's hand on? Who's got final say on the fifty three? Yeah. Okay. Who's got final say on game day? inactive yeah all right so all those kind of things because you know and guys that like belichick doing it all i mean kudos to him because like, it's so hard yeah just handling the locker room pat and the coaching side of it offense defense special teams all the things that you have to do as a head coach and then do do all that no thank you
0: negotiate it's, you gotta <laughs> negotiate with everybody that's in there Immediately it's a banana situation. And that's so, why. so much Go ahead. So much. So much there, Pat. Guys. But, I mean, but it's just like But Chuck, hold on, Chuck. He has a he has a vision that he can just say, This is what I want this is what I want to do next year. So this is what I need. I need a guy that's like this. Mm-hmm. I need a guy that's like this. And I need a guy like that's like this. So I'm not going to the combine because I don't need to look at, however, 180 guys. Bingo. I need to find these three dudes. And this is the exact style that I need. And that's the weapon. That's the only pro, I think, out of Belichick doing both, right? That's the only pro is, like, I'm the one deciding the vision. And I'm the one deciding the execution. So if you have a picture that you want to paint or a team that you want, you can just go get exactly who you want and fuck, literally fuck everybody. Like, this is how how we're doing
5: it. So, Pat, so, like, when they pair these two guys together and you ask those questions, okay, who's got final say on the 53? Who's got final say on game day? And who's active, who's not active? What are the inactives? But to me, it's like, okay, when these two come in together and we talk through all these things, Again, it's a collaborative effort. You hear that word a lot, collaborative, right? So you have to trust and say, okay, yeah, I have final say, but it's going to be us. You know, it's it's not me, it's we. Yeah. So it's going to be a collaborative effort on who makes the 53, who gets on the practice squad, yeah. who's up on game day, all those decisions. And then you just got to hope and pray, okay, when these things are being said on the front end,
0: yeah, it's real.
5: when you're zero and it's zero, You've got your honeymoon, you know, you haven't lost a game yet. Everybody thinks your greatest thing since sliced bread, you know, all those discussions back then, okay, is that going to hold true when shit hits the fan? You know, and things start to get tough. You lose a game here or there, okay? Are we going to stick to the guns? Are we going to stick to the plan, the organizational flow chart? Who's in charge of what? Who's got what role? Who makes what decisions? again it should be it should be you know we not me and the organizations that do that you know That's those are the ones that are going to they're going to have success and they're going to stick to that plan you know no matter what
0: and just to kind of wrap this whole thing up, that's why what Peterson and Balky have been able to do in Jacksonville have been so impressive because they didn't come in together. One has been a mainstay. Not great.
4: Yeah. Not
0: great results. The other just coming off a Super Bowl, basically. Right? Took a couple years off. Mm-hmm. So for them to meld and to put their egos aside and say, yeah, we'll take all the good ideas, so let's go ahead and run with it, is a beautiful thing. And Chuck, what you're describing, obviously a lot of people are going to be like, oh, Chuck, that's, everywhere. that's the entire NFL. That's what happens. That's why it's so hard to find a new GM and a new coach. So whenever you get put into a situation where you have to clean sweep, you might not like what's on the other side. You have no clue what's going to happen. I enjoy them interviewing together I think that's a smart play Connor your question for coach Pagano
2: yeah Chuck obviously Zach Wilson played last week played pretty well even though they didn't get the win and now he's playing tonight against the Jags do you think there's anything he can do to become the long-term starter here and also is buying uh you know mopeds or motorcycles for the offensive line a great move because Zach Wilson knows Mike White can't do that on the contract he's on smart yeah, chess
5: it really, is I didn't see that, Connor. Did he really right. do yeah. that? Well, we don't
0: know. It was certainly a gift of fat scooters yeah. Yeah. that are amazing. And Zach got him for his
5: offensive line. Yeah, it's an incredible. I, thing. I don't know. Mopeds out there in New York. I don't know. You know, maybe, you know, some watches, some rollies or something like that. <laughs> might get you, Oh, well. You know, get you beloved in that. Bottom line is it don't matter what he gives cash-wise, yeah. what gift-wise. You know he's got to play and he's got to produce. Okay, those are those are real. Is that's is those is one that are like uh, the
0: fat got, ones can I... carry a golf
5: bag and all that stuff. Oh, I don't know mm-hmm. if it's a
0: golf uh, caddy. I was on one of those. Have over at seen Nick-
5: those? Those, I've seen those out. You know, on a course we play up McCall, Idaho, Whitetail. Put a golf bag on that. Got a place for a cooler. It's got a sound system on it. Freaking unbelievable.
0: Yeah, I went to Nick's uh, Country Club. Couple well, months ago, yeah. Nick is the only one in here as a country cook. Congrats, Nick! Congrats, Nick. There you go,
5: Nick. Thank you. Thank hey, you. Came with the audio so award. Connor, to your question, this is huge game for for Zach. You know, huge game, and he did throw for 317 yards. Um, you know, he missed a, a lot of throws uh, in that game. I, what was I think he was 17 or 18 or 35? Uh, did make a hell of a play at the end of the game on fourth and 18. You know, to give them a chance at a at a 58 yard field goal to to tie and to go into overtime. But this is a huge game for for Mister Wilson. He's got a he's got to play really well really well. Um, Knight can run the ball. They've got a good offense. He's got good weapons. You know, on the outside, he just got to take care of the football. He's got to make good decisions. They're not asking a whole lot of him, um, but he's got he's got to play well tonight because in my heart of hearts, i got to believe if, if Mike White was healthy and available, he'd get the start tonight.
0: Well, I don't know after the scooters were gifted yeah. from Zach Wilson, True. trying to win the boys True. back, maybe win the locker room back, and who knows if they were ever lost, and who knows if that was a sponsorship, he didn't have to pay anything. Then he's got big brain, and i got respect for him either way. Uh, Ty has a question for you, Coach.
3: Yeah, Coach, I don't know what his status is. Uh, James Robinson, is there any chance you think, I mean, you mentioned Zonovan Knight, and he's been looking pretty well for the uh, the Jets, but is there any chance of, like, a potential revenge game? Maybe James Robinson comes out of nowhere and, and has a big game tonight against his former team. And also, why is it when a guy like that who, you know, they traded for in midseason and after Brees Hall got hurt, we thought he was going to be a big deal, and then all of a sudden he, you know he's, he's basically been, like, a healthy scratch a few weeks?
5: Yeah, I don't, that's, a, that's a great question because, you know, when he got there he did produce, and I don't know what his status is uh, for tonight. Uh, that hasn't been. Oh, no, no. no. the weather. Oh, no, you're back. back. You're back. back. You're back. You're back. You look good. Are we okay? Yeah.
0: Yeah, Well, you were, you had a moment there where we thought we lost you. We didn't know what happened. And then all of a sudden,
5: no, I, you know, if he, if he's healthy and whatever the issues were with James Robinson and why he hasn't been going, whether it's an, you know, injury deal or, or he's going to be healthy for this game. Uh, to your point, Ty. You know, guys are always looking. You know, for an opportunity to go show up and show out against their against their former club. So, um, if he if he is available, shoot. The weather is going to be. I guess it's going to be sleeting sideways. They're supposed to get sleeting you know, sideways. A, a bunch of rain. Turnovers are going to play a huge factor in this game. The team that takes care of the ball, the best in this one, is probably going to win it. Uh, but. You know, the ground game will be important. So I, I think if he's healthy and he's available, this would be a great opportunity for them to, to you know, feed him the rock a little bit and let him get off against his former team.
0: So Kevin Roth, who's a meteorologist down there in Houston, okay? okay. Mm-hmm. We don't know if he can read the Doppler like Joe DiNardo. DiNardo. Rest in peace, Joe. Mm-hmm. We assume he can't. Is he close? No one can. We don't know. He put out a tweet that said, hashtag Jets forecast, looking every bit as ugly as expected and maybe even a bit uglier, uglier. the wind and rain combo will be a nasty one-two punch. For Thursday night football. Full NFL weather forecast is updated on Radio Grinders. Love that the meteorologist has gotten into the sports, sports gear. That's smart. Hey, yeah. respect your, I respect your Doppler. Good work. <laughs> I respect your Doppler, pal. So under was at 39 and a half this morning. It's currently at 37 and a half. I was literally just uh-huh. hammering it again. Uh, you know, that whole thing. We have, uh, or it was 37 and a half. We made it 39 and a half for our super boost.
1: It opened earlier in the week at like 42, 43. So it is. Yeah.
0: So as this storm keeps going, I mean, it feels like it's going to get uglier and uglier. And whoa, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. Yes, sir. Yes. Hey, how do you coach cold? Can you coach cold? A lot of conversation about cold this year. Cold happens every year, okay? Cold happens every single year in the NFL. This year, a lot of conversation about cold, and I assume next year, a lot of conversation is cold, about cold as we get cold here. It's supposed to be like negative 11, negative 10, negative 8, negative whatever it is, I think, for like a bunch of games. Can you coach that, or you just got to uh, gotta hope the guys show up?
5: Yeah, I mean, look at what Miami did. They wore shirts. You know, going up to- going yeah. up to Buffalo, right? Got it it's it's a, well, mi- it's, a mind, its a mindset, you know, so suck it up, Buttercup. You know, we're going to have to play <laughs> in the damn cold. We're going to have to play in the elements. That's why it's so important for these, like Kansas City and Buffalo, you know, trying to get the number one seed, trying to get the bye and then home field advantage, you know, in the, in the playoffs, it, that's, that's huge. We all know that. And it doesn't always work out, you know, to your, to your advantage, but it's a, it's a mindset, Pat. It's going to be cold, so you can practice. Remember, we would have the oh, – I'd yeah. get Troy and, hey, clear the fields, Troy, and he'd, you know, drop his hat. Goddamn, really? I got – yeah, wow, get dude, him cleared. Fields. We're going outside. We're going to practice in the cold, you know, and you guys be like, what the fuck? you yeah. know, bah, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um it's a it's a it's a mind it's a mindset. The best days, you know, Chuck. Remember, we would go we would go in the indoor if yeah, the fields open, were really frozen, yeah. And open up all the doors. This was, you know, the worst. and make it make it really really cold in there, as cold as we could, Jesus. Yeah. you know, just to, just to get get Wind. to you use, get used to it, you know. Have to handle the ball, you it's know, a barn. like we talked about ball security. You've Got to be able to you know <laughs> handle the ball if it's wet, if it's cold, all those kind of things. So. Um, Again, it's it's a mindset, there's extra focus on, on taking care of the program. You know, and, and playing in the elements and the rain and the sleet and the snow and cold, all that stuff.
0: Yeah, it's just an added thing you have to think about going into the week. So that's why home field advantage is even better, let alone the elements and being used to it, even though everybody gets cold. It's not like when you get used to it, you build up a, a tolerance. It's not like drinking more beer, drinking more whiskey, what? smoking more dope. It's what? not like the tolerance you uh-huh. build. You just kind of get used to the, oh, this fucking <laughs> stinks. And it's an added thing that other teams have to think about. I didn't know if you could coach it, but I do appreciate the fact you go, yeah, it's going to – hey, listen, it's going to suck yeah. for everybody out there. Now we move on. Get to your meetings. Let's go ahead and keep – it because that's all you can really do. Tone has a question for you. Before we get to your prediction for this evening's game.
1: Coach, with the weather, with the wind and the rain, um, on the defensive side, you being a D.C., like, obviously, are you going to put a, another guy in the box? Are you playing – like, are you playing more man versus zone on the backside? Is – is a guy, additional guy in the box, going to be a linebacker or a defensive lineman? Like when the elements are like this, what changes does the defense make?
5: A great question, number one, Tone. tone. Um, you know, to your point and your question, based on, you're, you're going to match up personnel wise. You know, if they go big, you're going to go big. You're going to have base out there. If they go 11 personnel, you know, one back and one tight end, three wides, then you'll match, you know, with Nickel. Uh, personnel, sub-personnel, you, you know, your four-man, four-two look, four down, two linebackers, you know, 65 DBs, and, uh, you know, match up accordingly, but when it's elements, again, there's going to be extra emphasis on the ball, you know, punching the ball out, peanut punch, which we... punch, The Pagano punch, <laughs> all those kind of things, but, yeah, because, and there's going to be emphasis on the run game, you know, you think about Bill... You know, going up to Buffalo right. year ago, right, and running oh. it forty—I don't know, three passes, right—the whole game. So there's going to be an emphasis Cooper. if it's really bad, and it's it's going to be tough. Like Zach, Zach has a hard time throwing when the conditions are oh, ideal. No. <laughs> Can you imagine now when it's going to be sleeting sideways, and it's going to be it's windy and room. rainy? Boy, you know, hand the ball off. It's going to be run, run, I wish pass. I call the sleet and run, run, face. run. run. You wow. know, so. With that in mind, you know, you can load up and you can play, you know, big personnel. You may have an extra safety instead of Absolutely. a nickel back in there and, and load up to stop the run, play tight coverage, get up tight on these receivers, and make these quarterbacks and these elements be pinpoint passers.
0: All right, let's get to it. Sounds like I already know where you're headed. Yep. Just out of a couple things in the way you have said them. This evening's game, Jags at Jets, at least 20 mile an hour winds and rain over there in New Jersey. Chuck. Who wins?
5: Yeah, so the first thing I'm going to go to is you look at, you know, these teams and the trajectory of these organizations and these teams, and it sure looks like Jacksonville is is ascending. They're playing their best ball, you know, when you need to play your best ball, and that's toward the end uh, of the season. Winners of three of the last four coming off that huge win against the Cowboys, and you look at, you know, the Jets on the other side. They've lost their last three, I think. Four of their last five. So oh, no. they start out really, really good. They start out really, really hot. They have to bench this quarterback because of a, you know, one word he said at a presser, no. Got him, you know, sat down, uh, putting time out, you know, if you will. Got his wrist slapped.
2: Like a baby.
5: And and now Mike's hurt, and they got to go back to this guy. I just think one team is doing this, and the other team's kind of, you know, tre- treading water, taking on water right now you got the number one overall, Trevor, you know, coming in from Jacksonville, Ooh, number one overall pick against that. the number number two overall pick. And, again, good we story. all see good where story. Trevor's yeah, going with his game and his play and everything that Zach's been through. I don't know how you can go in this game and just, you know, not have your head full of all this stuff that you've been through if you're Zach Wilson, you know, being sat down, everything, the narrative. you got a Super Bowl winning coach, you know, going in there, and, and Doug Peterson who's done a phenomenal job there and, you got a Jets defense that is top three in the league. You look at all the categories; they're they're top three, four, five, in, in a lot of the Uh-oh. statistical categories, they're very stingy. They don't give up, you know, uh, a bunch of points on that defense. I don't know if Quinnen, you know, okay. Williams is going to be available. If he is, I mean, they got they got a bunch of dogs on that defense. They got Hi. talent. Hi. They got hangers Hi. at all Hi. three Hi. levels. Sauce Gardner and company, Reed on the other side. I mean, oh, no, these guys, Mosley, <laughs> I mean, these guys can play. Quincy Williams is a is – <laughs> that Jets defense is fun to watch now. Hell yeah. They'll keep, the, they'll keep them in the game. This is going to be a close game, but I think Jacksonville comes out on top of this one. Underdog. You know, I think they win oh, no. this thing 24-21. I'm going with the Jacks. a lot of points. That's a lot of points. Uh, lot of points. Yeah. You think the over's hitting as well, huh? Um, You know – my prediction came before I got, you know, all the information from these <laughs> wonderful meteorologists around the country. <laughs> you guys have accentuated and talked about all these dudes being, like, gold jacket. Not everybody. Jacket. <laughs> not no, not everyone. No, 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 no. Just couple. When it comes to predicting the weather, you know, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. You know, if nothing hits there, right? No, 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 Chuck.
0: That'd be good because that means everybody's safe, everybody's uh, okay. we he's in trouble, right? But also, meteorologists being real ridiculous about this particular storm, real wild about this storm, Chuck.
5: No, I, I know. So, you know, God forbid nothing happens, and we've got just like unbelievable great weather, all that kind of stuff. But it could be, it could be a, you know, fourteen ten it'll be a it's gonna be a close game jags are gonna win okay. okay
0: we appreciate you so much stay safe merry christmas please echo that sentiment hey, to everybody
5: hey happy holidays merry christmas to you guys i love you guys you guys be safe um very very thankful and grateful for all you guys sorry i missed you this week thanks uh, for having me on anyway
0: not your fault once again we can blame a lot of people the the meteorologist mm-hmm. or the weather person who read the meteorologist report
4: yep Boom.
0: Meteorologists who read the Doppler, right? Mm-hmm. The Doppler who was trying to read Mother Nature. So, there's you can go, you can we can blame Mother Nature all the way through, weather person. Mm-hmm. It's not your fault, pal. Don't you ever apologize. We
5: miss you. We I, can't hey, wait to see Pat, you. T- tight ends, tight ends tonight Conklin, Zama for the Jets, Ingram, and then Ingram. I think they're going to play a, a huge role in this, this thing tonight, right? Along with, the, along with the turnovers. And hey, take a football. Okay. And take one shot at a hoop for me <laughs> and b- bury one of those.
0: Okay, I will.
5: Hell yeah! I hit one sitting
0: down yesterday. I got some lotion on my hands. Uh,
5: shouldn't have that
0: pop. I on. need frog to rub his thing down. I need frog to rub his ball down. Frog equipment manager. Have we had
5: any, Have we had any giveaways this week? Yeah, oh yeah. Yesterday, Chuck. Chuck t- I hit one yesterday.
0: Mm-hmm. AJ gave away money. I just, yeah, I hit one yesterday. Uh, JC, the barber, came in buried
2: some putts yeah. yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was a full thing. AQ. Oh!
3: Oh! oh. Shit. Hey, it
0: was close, Chuck.
5: hmm Oh! Oh! oh.
3: Goddamn lit on that
5: nice. thing. Yeah. Impossible. Put, your your Put your <laughs> hashtag in there. Put your hashtag in there. <laughs> God! Oh. Go! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Trap. <laughs> <Chuck. laughs> Come on. Come on. Oh, no. Five hundred dollars.
2: <laughs> <laughs> $10. On, Chuck! For Chuck!
4: What
0: are they going to do, Chuck? What are they going to do, pal? There it is. Give me two claps and a Ric Flair. (laughs) All right, retweet this video. (laughs) Say something nice to somebody. Put your cash tag in there so yep. we can pay you officially on Cash App and Chuck Pagano. We'll give ten people some merches and ten people five hundred dollars yeah. yeah. on this week 16. Thursday night football Thursday, December 22nd. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas. We appreciate you, Chuck Pagano. There we go. There we go. There we go. A man who's a college football national champion, Super Bowl champion, Ryder cup champion. COVID survivor, Hell multiple yeah. times. That's right. And on this particular holiday, was a mall Santa 10 to 15 different times throughout his entire mm, life. Legend. Jolly old Saint, A.J. Hall.
4: Yeah! How
0: you doing, A.J.?
6: Good. Was, uh, did I miss the, I forget about myself being a mall Santa for 10 or 15 years? Wow. No, no, I just, I heard that you story. See? Is that not true? Do you want to correct the story? We've been doing a lot of correcting of
0: uh, misinformation on this program the last couple of days. You want to correct that? That was a piece of misinformation? I didn't know that.
6: Uh, yeah, I guess I would have to correct you. From my recollection, I've never been a mall singer. Huh. What? Jeez.
0: Who told us that? That was uh, it Erlacher, I think. Too. It yeah. was. It was
1: Erlacher.
0: I think <laughs> Brian Erlacher told me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brian wouldn't lie to me. Anyways, uh, appreciate you for joining us, AJ. Happy holiday season. Stay safe over there in Ohio. You guys are getting the fucking Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Minnesota's coming. And it's come yeah. It's bringing hell with it. Sad. Is what we've been told, basically, coming to Indiana, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's when the oh, I, is that what this one is? Coming. This one right here yeah. of ice. <laughs> so right now it's raining. Let it rain, and Let then it rain
1: they, it's clearing it out.
0: Down. Okay, and then. Ice coming in right behind. It's supposed to just, everything's going to be an ice skating rink. Mm -hmm. 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Indiana for the next 76 hours or whatever. Good luck. Get your skates on.
6: Is that coming to Ohio? Do you know? I would assume it would come after that. I don't know. I've heard uh tonight or maybe tomorrow night it's supposed to be decently bad joining us now is a man
0: who lives in a very cold city who would be very used to this type of thing they actually had to play a home game in another stadium because of the snow being so crazy and the weather being so absurd a man who suffered a torn acl this year Mm -hmm. but will bounce back in recovery was about to have another all pro pro bowl year and maybe his third super bowl ring with his third different program ladies and gentlemen future Hall of Famer, Von Miller. Yeah, boy. Howdy,
7: guys. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, before we get started, though, I want to introduce my golf partner. What it's up, Earth, boys? Hey, Pro
4: Bowl Pro Bowl Pro Bowl! Pro Bowl let
7: I had to hop
0: in. Happy holidays, y'all, boys. I appreciate y'all all the love, every time, man. Appreciate y'all. We're
7: proud of you. Hey, we're proud of you, man. Right. Woo! Love you, Jordan. <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's it's dope when the it's dope in the good guys win, man. That's my golf partner, man. I, you know, I, I've uh, I've gotten to know him po, um over these these couple of months that I've been here in Buffalo, man. And he deserves it, man. He works his ass off each and every day um he brings the energy each and every practice each and every game man and it's a different team when we got him on the field man and it's good to see the good guys win congrats to Pope
0: yeah i think 10 and 0 whenever he's playing or whatever and i assume your stats whenever you two are on the field together at the <laughs> same time are yeah. probably absolutely <laughs> absurd but you know he's been uh, he's been a friend of the show here for the last couple of years and last year Him and uh, Micah Micah Hyde were like the best. Everybody was saying like, oh, that's the best safety duo in the league. Oh, yeah. Best safety duo in the league or whatever. They have a massive year. No Pro Bowlers on the defense at all, so we would obviously have to remind Poyer, like, "Hey, you're good, but
2: eh, not a Pro not Bowler, not a Pro, bowler. <laughs> not <laughs> a pro <laughs> bowler."
0: So him making the Pro Bowl this year, we were all incredibly pumped. I'm happy he stopped by and we got to show him some love. Let's talk to you, perennial Pro Bowler. I had an uh, entire speech at the beginning. Thank you for joining us, by the way. I don't know if I'm going to tell yeah, you that every single you guys time. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So perennial Pro Bowler. I had these visions of what the Pro Bowl was before I made my first Pro Bowl because I heard stories from the OGs who made the Pro Bowls and what it was like in Hawaii with the pool – and how everybody gets away, and it was kind of just NFL folks celebrating like the greatness that is the NFL for a week. Families were welcome to do things, and that's back when guys were trying skills contests were taking place. The Pro Bowl was this thing that was held in high regards. So then, my first year getting voted in was the first year I think they did it the week before the Super Bowl. It was in Phoenix. They didn't even run out the whole hotel. There was other conventions happening in there. There's a lot of other bullshit. So like my experience at the Pro Bowl was nothing like what I. I'd heard stories of the OGs before, and I felt like it was a financial decision by the NFL to do that, but I thought it diminished the Pro Bowl. Now, Pro Bowlers get announced last night, Vaughn, a majority of people on the internet and probably the, you can treat Twitter as a focus group, a majority of people are like, the Pro Bowl sucks, the game sucks, it's kind of a sham, and it's almost diminished the title of Pro Bowler. Do you feel that? Do you think that? And how do you feel about the Pro Bowl as a whole, Vaughn?
7: You know, I, I've been uh, eight... Pro Bowls, and I think um, the most uh, valuable thing that I take away from the Pro Bowl is not necessarily, you know, the event or like spending time by the pool or you know the game or anything like that. I think getting voted by your peers, hell yeah, I'm getting voted by um, the guys that you play against each and every week. um, Getting voted by the fans that watch you each and every week, and getting voted by the coaches, you know, is it's a it's extreme. uh, It's extremely. Um, valuable honor that I hold close to my heart, man. You know, to go to eight Pro Bowls and then you, you get up there and eight and it's like, man, it's just the Pro Bowl and then not getting elected these last couple of years. You know, I'm I'm here to tell you guys that, you know, when you get voted by your peers and you get voted by the fans and you get voted by the coaches, man, it is a huge accomplishment.
0: I think so, too. For me, when I got voted in, like, the emotions that I had, there were so many emotions the first time I got voted in. You feel vindication. You feel pride. You feel, like, humbled by all the work that it took to get there. And it's like, well, if I'm putting this much emotion into getting voted in, then I have to— I have to take it when I don't get voted. And you almost get, like, scared to put too much power into it. But you can't help it whenever you get acknowledged by your peers, I think. In the way the NFL... No offense to the NFL. (laughs) What the NFL has allowed the Pro Bowl to become, kind of like a sham where guys don't try because it's not really something, why would you? The game has become an embarrassment, even though it outrates everything else on TV. I think if they lift up the profile of the Pro Bowl, invest a little bit in it, I think we can get it back to the stature that players hold it in in the public. You know what I mean? Because, like, last night you're seeing guys cry. Those guys cry that are getting voted in there, and then on the Internet it's like, the voting system's flawed. The game sucks. It's like this is a massive deal. And I think it's not it's kinda going away from that. So I hope we fix it, Vaughn. And congrats on fucking eight of them. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Once again though, you kinda stink. You're not getting voted in there. You yeah. kinda stink. <laughs> hope you get back. Use that in your rehab motivation. Sorry about that, AJ. Just wanted to put a
6: bow on that thing. Go ahead, Mr. Hawk. Oh no, I want to ask I want to follow up with Vaughn quick. Like I've said before on here, Pat, it's you can't play football like half ass. It's not not baseball it's not basketball you have an all-star game in basketball you can have 180 to 175 game and no defense football it's kind of all or nothing is there anything they can do about that bond like how do they make it better
7: um i just think it's you know it's just hard to get guys to uh go all out for um you know all-star game especially you know if you're not you know if it's the season's over with you know i, I understand it but me personally you know guys hate going against me in the pro bowl yeah you're they trying know- to get that truck <laughs> they know I'm going full. I'm going full speed, and I play that game just like any other. Any other game, I go through my pregame routine just like any other game. Um, but you know, whenever you're getting around your, you know, your opponents, you know, you always gonna play to the same level of you know the opponents that you're going against in the Pro Bowl. But guys hate going against me. I, uh, Alex Bocciari, he had he had beef with me for a whole. He had beef with me for a whole offseason, and when we played him in the preseason, like, he was still mad about the Pro Bowl. Oh,
1: fuck. Because he played on the right side. Fox he had played on the right hard, side. Right? He's a
7: left tackle. He was playing at right tackle in the Pro Bowl in Orlando, and I was just going. That's my natural side, so I was just going ham, full speed. He was talking to me in the game, like, hey, bro, what are you doing? I'm like, bro, this is, I go hard. <laughs> There's you know, a mean, truck we, for sale, right? You you see yeah, that yeah. Tri- yeah. The MVP and is getting that
0: truck right there.
7: We came back getting in, man, like, you know, he kind of – he kind of held it on his chest a little bit. But, you know, I'm a, I am love the Pro Bowl. I love being around held it my peers. Um, I like being in the locker room with the guys. Um, I like, you know, um, just hanging out and getting to know everybody else's family, man. And I think getting voted by your peers, hanging out, that's the most important part of it.
0: I think so, too. Those meetings and the one in Phoenix, we were on a bus and we drove out into the desert for the practice. And that was really the only time where guys felt comfortable talking because the lobby was filled with like four other conferences and conventions and autograph hounds happening. And I would heard that was the best part, like the social gathering, when everybody's yeah. just kind of letting loose, having some drinks. You can walk up to somebody and ask them a question, and it's like yeah. welcomed and celebrated. We got to get back to that, NFL. Here we go. You know, it's, I mean,
7: it's, it's, so many, it's, so many, you know, it's so many things that you have to weigh, too. Like if we have it in Hawaii, you fly guys, you fly guys all the way out to Hawaii, And then, you know, the majority of the guys is going to Hawaii or going to whatever Super Bowl that they're playing in the day after the game. So do you want to travel all the way to Hawaii and come back to the States to go to the Super Bowl? Do you have it in Orlando? Like, do you do it in in Phoenix? Do you do it in the same city where the Super Bowl is? Like, you know, it's still still a balancing act that you have to do. But I think, you know, the Pro Bowl is great. I think we should always have the Pro Bowl. It's an all-star game. You know that's what all-star games look like. If you look at any all-star game, that's what they look like. Especially in our sport, our sport is a physical sport. So once you take a little bit off for it, the all-star game, is that's just the product. But I don't think that's, I don't think that's, I don't think that's the most important part of the Pro Bowl. I think guys just hanging yeah. out with each other. I think getting voted by your peers. I think spending time with each other's family and getting to know other guys that you admire, those are, those are some of the, the best parts about the Pro Bowl.
0: Yeah, I concur, and obviously congratulations. And the Pro Bowl taking a turn. I think they're entering their new chapter right yep. now, going to flag football. I think we could put some money up for guys too, you know, match it to charity as well. Let's put actual money up, you know. Mm-hmm. There's enough sponsors and money out there. Let's get mm-hmm. guys to want to give effort, you know. <laughs> let's go yeah. ahead and do some stuff. Let's uh, make the world a better place. Let's donate yeah. it. Let's also... You know, incentivize. You're the best in the world. You've made us a lot of money this year. We're looking for you to do this other thing. So, just like any other business, you're doing something.
7: We will pay you for it because we're making it just so up some money. If you you up the money, like if you up the money at the Pro Bowl, I think guys will start to yes play a lot harder for sure. I think uh-huh. if you you know if giving guys, you giving guys if you giving guys a, a oh. real you know carried out in front of them, man, I think you'll get you know, some <laughs> of these guys to make some great plays, a lot of great effort.
0: Well, I think so too, and in the fastest man competition, I think you're going to get more people try to mm-hmm. get in there. If there's an actual prize there, I think you, really? if you do even the bench press thing, I think you even get some of the big dudes that are like, they're giving 150 grand to the, I mean, I, I, you know, I used to move it. I, I still got it. Like, I think then it gets even, I think you just get better content out of all of it. If there's yeah. an incentive, but once again, Let's match it to charity because all these millionaire pricks don't need to get paid more money. Mm -hmm. Let's also match to charity as well on Mm -hmm. top of it. So we're making the world a better place. I hope we get there. I think we will. And thank you for saying that you're Von Miller. Your weight, your words are going to carry more weight than mine. Let's move on. How's your life with the Bills right now? You said last week, I think it felt like a standard Wednesday. Woke up, did this, went to a meeting, watched your film, did your whole thing. This year or this week, you do anything different with Bean? You in his back pocket? You actually shadowing him or you still play your coach Von Miller right now?
7: No, I haven't got no time yet. You know, I've been oh, I, no. they they mutt they mutt me here at the here oh the training, no. I, mean, I get here at, I get here at nine a.m. and I'm leaving at four at four in the afternoon to straight rehab. Man, I mean that's that's where I want it, man. You know, I want oh, okay. you know to put all the work in. Um, I enjoy you know my teammates coming in and they see me and they're like, man, you're already walking. Are you already doing this or you're already doing that? And it just gives me an opportunity to show you know my teammates how hard I work and. It's my guy right there, man. Show <laughs> my guys how hard I work, yeah. man, and show what I'm all about, man. So that's uh you know, it's it's two folds of everything, man. I just enjoy being up here with the guys, man. I enjoy being in the mix. Um, I enjoy, you know, hearing guys' conversation and say, Hey man, be positive. Hey man, let's think about this, you know, the trophy, this and that. Like, so I enjoy being up here. I enjoy my role for sure.
6: Is there anything you're doing now? I guess like Can you track how far ahead you are this surgery compared to last time you had this done? Like, how did they? I know throughout your rehab, there's always like goals and milestones you have to hit. Do you bump those up, or how does your whole timeline work?
7: You know, no matter how good you're feeling, there's still a a, like a biological element of (laughs) rehab. No, no matter no no matter what you do, no matter how no matter how strong you are, no matter how good you're walking, that was awesome. Just this is the time. This is how fast that humans heal. You know, this is how fast that this 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 surgery heals like no matter who you are this is where you are at this is, i mean of course it could look like this it could look like that you could be strong here you could be strong in this this part of your rehab but it's just a, a weekly thing and i'm just you know chipping off at it week by week
0: biologically you shouldn't have been walking what three days after your ACO no, and then yeah. renting out a sports bar <laughs> for 12
7: hours so i mean I, mentally like mentally like i don't want to get guys revved up or anything like that like i'm i'm out but you know mentally i like i'm feeling like bro like couple of more weeks, like, I could be close, like, you know, like playoffs, AFC championship, I can make it. But, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't want to get it. I don't want to get Bill's mind yeah. revved up and ready to go. Yeah, but biologically,
0: but mentally, biologically a little feel, different like, conversation. That's how my
7: knee feels. Yeah. That's, how every, yeah, that's how everything feels when I'm walking in.
0: I mean, that could you be... imagine? Greener Pastures, Chicken Farms owner, <laughs> eight-time Pro Bowler. Mm-hmm. Right. Vaughn Miller tears his ACL. let uh, like fifty-five percent of the way through a season, right? Was what yeah. week was it? Thanks. Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving.
7: Thanksgiving. Yep.
0: So what is that week? Uh,
2: week eleven. Twelve. Twelve. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Week twelve. 12. Could you yep. imagine he comes back and plays in the playoffs same year? That'd oh, gets a sack. Come on. That'd be, that'd be wild. Oh, that'd be crazy. Hey, Avon. That'd be crazy. Nine to four. Be Nine to that'd four. Be We're crazy. rehabbing. Tell the biological department to fucking figure it yeah. out. Mm. Mentally, it sounds like it could take place. Um, <laughs> let's talk about some things going on around the NFL and. We'll continue to chatter about the Bills because this actually leads to it. There's been a lot of interactions between players and media members that have been getting spotlighted. Coaches, I guess, and media members getting spotlighted because we're at that time of year where there's a lot of pressure in a lot of places. There's a lot of disappointment being had by a lot of places. And also, it's been Groundhog's Day for a long time for a lot of people that are covering the NFL and in the NFL. So I think think sometimes tensions can be high. How have you maintained or managed to have a super positive relationship with the media whenever situations are happening right now that I assume have been happening for a long time? We're just seeing it more often. Giovanni Bernard, what was said to him, and both reporters have come out and said, in a moment, we didn't act right. Both Greg uh, Allman and Jenna Lane from Mm -hmm. ESPN, they both said, we apologize for in a moment, which very big of them. We appreciate that. That That's awesome. Paul Kuharski telling Vrabel, uh, down there at Tennessee Titans when Vrabel's at his um, press conference after they've lost a couple in a row, one real bad, this past one, whatever. He goes, uh, you know, you've been preaching. <laughs> Paul Gorski. You've been preaching, like, can't get yourself in trouble and hurt yourself. And then first time to get a personal foul at second and 22. You guys are basically done for since then. Your message isn't getting through to guys anymore. So do you have any comment? And Vrabel was like, I'm going to give a short answer to an incredibly long – uh, terrible. Whole, terrible terrible question Or something like that yeah. Like he took a <laughs> shot back And it was a moment That both of them I assume will move past And do it But it just happens In the heat of the moment Then Josh Allen actually One of the reporters uh, Asked Josh Allen About the offense Josh I think Gave an answer Then the reporter goes Your offense isn't good enough To win a Super Bowl To Josh Allen's face Josh is sitting there And Josh goes Okay, and then goes to the next person. It's like all of those moments obviously are being spotlighted because the media and the NFL are so important together. But how have you maintained a such a positive relationship with everybody, or has there been times where you look at somebody and you're like, in the moment, not full time, but in the moment, it's like you're out of pocket right there with your tone and your question. Has that ever happened for you?
7: Um, you know, I think uh, you know at this point in my career, I just you know I understand both perspectives. You know, by having a podcast and, you know, doing shows like, you know, this show right here and being on the media side of it and being an athlete at the same time, you know, I understand both perspectives. At the same time, from, you know, the media talking to, you know, an athlete, you got to understand that these are like, you know, people. And I understand if I'm working with the media, I have a job, you know, and I have to give content week in and week out. And, you know, that could, you know, that could get, you know, kind of, you know, tedious. I understand that. But at the same time, you always have to be aware of your delivery and, you know, how am I how am I talking to these guys? Because, you know, guys are not robots at the end of the day. Like, we're humans. I know we put on helmets and we go out here and, we, you know, do what we do each and every week. But at the same time, like, we're, we're humans. Like, you know, we're not robots. So you always got to make sure that you deliver in the right way and the correct way. And if, if I'm an athlete, too, um, I understand that this is a business and the fans need a perspective from the media as well. So I always just try to have an open line of communication with the fan, I mean, with media and whatever I'm talking to them, you know, I don't wanna get up there and you know, it just it just kills me whenever um, you know, I see somebody talking like a post game, like if they lost or something and they just snapping at the media and the media is snapping back because at the end of the day I'm the athlete and I'm I'm in control of whatever we talk about. You can ask me, hey, what happened in the game you threw an interception and I could be like man my favorite color is blue like I really do <laughs> like uh I really do like the way uh you know my clothes came up today and I put the blue shoes on and I, I'm in control of whatever you know I put out even though whatever question it is I think as the athlete you got to understand that you are in control of whatever you put out yeah they're gonna ask you questions missing and and that but I'm in control at the end of the day and um at the same time I want to I want to give great perspective I want to Put out exactly what's going on for my fans my true fans that are looking for any type of response from me i want to give them what they want as well too so i see it i see it on both sides of it you know the media you got to understand that the guys that we're talking to like they're not robots
0: biological
7: and from, and from, and from the athlete <laughs> perspective from the athlete perspective you got to know that the media they have a job too this is a multi-billion dollar industry and it's fed by the fans it's fed by the fans and the fans need information so it goes, two, it goes two ways, but the athlete is always in control in all of those situations. Athlete or coach is always in the control.
0: Yeah, and they're right about avoiding questions. He was asked three times about the interception. He continued to tell us the shirt he was wearing was red. We know. So obviously he didn't want to talk about it, but that's a lot better than snapping out and saying he lost his composure and how it could be received. We have the same exact take as you. It's like, both need each other, okay? NFL needs media. Media needs the NFL. A lot of different networks have proven that to be the case for a long time. A lot of us make a living off of covering the NFL, so certainly need.
7: Pat, Pat, my bad, Pat. At the end of the day, like, for athletes, what, what do they always say in the locker room? They say, do your job. Do your job to the highest level that you could possibly do it. Take Do your 111. And I think that applies for the media as well. Like, do your job. Do your job at a high level. Like the questions that you come up with, you gotta be thinking about these questions. You gotta be able to ask great questions, not just um, one liner questions to try to poke at uh, a coach or an athlete to try to get some type of reaction. You gotta what makes a great what makes a great reporter or a great analyst. Like you're asking questions that you can get you know um, you know positive feedback or whatever feedback from whoever you're talking to. But I'm not just looking for. Um, headliner, I'm not. I'm not looking for that. Even though that stuff goes viral and all of that stuff. Uh, goes. Vaughn, Vaughn. If it goes viral, it goes viral. But on the media side of it, do your job. Just like the athletes have to do their job. Everybody, if everybody does their job at a high level, we will be fun.
0: We're gonna continue to go, which is fantastic. And I think the good question asking and everything like that, getting a different angle from something is good for the good, uh, the entire sports media landscape, and the sport as a whole. And we assume that people are gonna have bad days every once in a while. Once again, everybody's human. Let's just remember it as we go into the last three weeks of this NFL season. Like, hey, we're all in this thing together. Okay. Ryan, what you say on a a podcast, as an opinion pundit, (laughs) you're allowed to say. You're certainly allowed to say. But to look at Josh Allen, who is 400x the football player you are, okay, and accomplished a lot more than you ever have in the sport of football and has become the prototype. Maybe just hold back the shit talk. You yeah. know, after at a press conference, you know, like, like if Josh was to come on to this show or onto your podcast or something, I think there's different time and different place for everything. But if Josh was to come on this show and Connor, yeah, didn't think that the offense was good enough to win a Super Bowl, Connor would frame that in his question, and it's a podcast, so Josh could answer however he wanted, or it's a show however he wanted. At the, yeah. I just think it di- like a press conference is in the locker room. I think there's just different forms of interactions that should take place. And I feel like everybody's kind of trying to mix them all together. And I understand that because we have the dumbest job of all time, but you're, you have a great benefit getting credentialed and getting access to these things that we can't get. So when you're in there, let's get those things. And then when you come out, we can't wait to hear your thoughts on it all. There's just no reason to be disrespectful to people's faces. Just a reminder, biological <laughs> exists, both sides, both parties. Uh, Connor, your question for Von Miller. Yeah, I would
2: never be able to say that about the Bills offense because I watch the Patriots every week, so that wouldn't make any sense. But also, Yeah, Von- and
0: what was that reporter? We should know who that reporter is after watching that offense thinking that they can't win the Super Bowl. That yeah, maybe should yeah. be something. To- yeah. Anyway, Paul Kuharski also with paulkuharski.com. No longer, I just got a um, – Not, without, really? kick, not without kick anymore. paulkuharski.com. Him and Vrabes had uh, – this going to be a short answer for an incredibly terrible question, something, whatever that was, Paul uh, Korski, paulkorski.com. Sorry about that, Go ahead,
2: Connor. Oh, no, good. Vaughn, if we're talking chicken here, obviously there's a cold front coming up north, but they're saying Texas might get kind of cold. Cool. Do you have an emergency for all your chicken children on your ranch down there, and is there some sort of plan that you have nice. when the weather does turn?
7: You know, my, my chickens live well. I told you they only have one bad day. They got AC in there. <laughs> they, got heating, they got heating in there. One um, bad of course, day. you know, of course some birds are going to be compromised. And you're going to lose some birds. That's just how it is, you know, in, in nature. But, you know, when the, it was a, a snowstorm, it was a cold front that came through, I think, two years ago. Like, where it shut down, like, most of the state of Texas. Like, we only lost a few birds during that whole time. So, That's super confident in our cool operation, way. super confident in the There's way we you do birds. things. and you know, whenever nature is involved, you're gonna lose. You're gonna lose some birds, but we'll be alright.
0: Yeah, you just gotta get yours more, and you get caught though. That's There's right. Yeah. Sean Lynch talking about chickens in in uh, Mother Nature there. Uh-huh. How about you being in the yard bird business? <laughs> you my are. Business. You're in the
7: full yard bird business, man, man. It's it's crazy. Whenever I think about it, it, it started off by taking a easy class in college. You know, to help out my GPA, and um, you know, I took the class, and it was definitely easier. to fall asleep in the class. My professor, he used to come in there and like wake me up and like make me stand up and like um, just regurgitate whatever we was talking about. And in turn, I I used to really I learned the business. And you know, twelve years later, I got my own chicken farm. Did they just get
0: to try your chicken for the first time back there? I just heard (laughs) quite a pop.
7: No, that's that's uh, that's Josh Allen giving gifts out. Oh, Oh,
0: to the offensive lineman! To the offensive lineman!
7: Yeah, he already gave the stuff out to the offensive line. This is a new, this is a new gift. He coming with gifts every day. Like the, the offensive we got scooters yesterday, and this is a, this is something new with a bow on it. And the, the guy's going crazy. Hey, Josh, pretty good guy, huh? Pretty good. Oh, it's a it's a uh, it's a ski shoot. It's a ski shoot. Uh, that's awesome. it's like a little ski shoot thing, and he can use it for his dog too. And, Sweet. Oh and, uh,
6: shit! a gift. He's a man, man, man. huh? shooting the indoor. Yeah, the Anyone bring their shotgun? <laughs> what?
7: I think hey, I think he's he, he shooting. You can use there. it for like. You can lose it for dog toys, and you can use it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Ski, <laughs> dog toys. ski shooter? Run, run oh, the oh. throwing thing? Training train to
3: get, get ducks.
1: Training to get ducks. The disc.
7: Are you talking about the disc tosser? Yep, it's a disc tosser. It's like ski shooter, and it, sh- it can shoot out dog toys, too. Is
0: it a throwing one or a uh. Pr- uh, robot one? You probably it's, press it with like, your foot. It looks, like a, it looks like
7: just the it looks like just the robot one. that has got an arm. Just man, one sweet. So it's got I wheels re- on the side. It's got wheels on the side, so you can just, you oh, can yeah. just
6: wheel it out. Who,
0: dude?
7: Josh Allen, man.
0: I've been out in the middle of some cornfields in the handheld yeah. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll tell you yeah. what. I can, I can, I can really, Bucket. I can throw a good bird out there with those handheld ones. I couldn't even <laughs> imagine showing up at some redneck fucks farm where they got an actual pump, 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 pump that Josh Allen just gave them. What a highlight that would be. There'd be obviously no beers drank before shooting that out in the middle of these cornfields. No Josh,
7: Josh's dog, Josh's dog, he got a, he got like a retriever, and it's like scholar. His dog is like, she's super athletic, and I, you know when you go over to the house, she's she's wanting That's people to play awesome. with him every now. Every, she wants people to play with him the whole time, so I guess he got this for her. So it's, it's super. cool.
0: That's right. Congrats, to you guys doing it right over yeah, there. Yeah, good old Jesus. Uh, what did you get gifts? Did you get buy everybody Rolexes? What did you did you buy? Nah, I, did, I, you know, I, I
7: didn't, man. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not a big Christmas. I'm not a big Christmas guy. Like, huh? I'm, I'm. I just, you know, I, I feel like I should just be spending time with the family. I don't like to, because you know sometimes they you start giving gifts and then next year they want a better yeah. gift. Oh and they yeah, this gift for that you forget gift. somebody? Yeah. Oh. I I show love to my teammates. Year round, like yeah, that's right. year round, I spend oh, so yeah. much money on these guys. It's not even. It's not even. <laughs> funny, yeah. From private parties to private dinners to whatever. Like I spend so much money on these guys, man. They they not worry about. They not worry
0: about. They me. understand that. And in the card, yeah. you know, just Merry Christmas. Hope it's a great one. Remember. You saw that rookie dinner that was fake for the Niners? Mm-hmm. That was real a couple weeks ago, and we had that. Remember that? Remember did this? Oh, they
7: said 300000 Eric Armstead came out and said it, it, it wasn't real. Yeah, yeah it
0: was, if you look at the receipt, it was like a $200,000 tip. And I was like, first, th- first thing looking at it, me and Matt Leiner had the same response. It's like... Damn, that's fucked up during yeah. a two hundred thousand dollar tip. It's <laughs> yeah. like, hey, hey, waiter and staff here, we think you should have this guy's money more than this guy. And that's a lot. But then you look up a little bit, it's like seventy six hundred basically is the actual price. Then they put the fake one at the bottom yeah. to kind of give Drake yeah. Jackson a little bit of a scare, and the internet was yeah. certainly losing their minds. So seventy six hundred and, and Eric said he paid a thousand, somebody else paid a thousand. So fifty six, I don't think that's bad at yeah. all. Third rounder, yeah, I think. Third rounder, second rounder?
7: It's not bad. If it was three hundred thousand dollars, that's ridiculous. Yes, I, yeah, <laughs> I would, I would never let that happen. I would never let that happen if I was there. I, you know, that's that's ridiculous. You know, we. I'm trying to say I'm trying to save these guys as much money as they possibly can. That's that's ridiculous. But we if we are gonna spend three hundred thousand dollars, there's better ways to spend three hundred
0: thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, we're not tipping two hundred thousand Let's take a
7: trip somewhere, let's go to Vegas and do something, man. There's a better ways to do yeah,
0: it. Yeah, we should tip. Listen, should tip. Yeah, but tip should not be three X what everything it's a else is. Night come. out
1: with Vince Young yeah. the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Hey,
0: that was a great restaurant there for a long time. Vince loved it. How could you not? So does AJ. Tony, your question for Vaughn.
1: Vaughn, not a huge Christmas guy. You said, but how was how was Twitch miss? How how did Twitch miss go for you? Twitch
7: was amazing. I think we had over a hundred thousand uh, viewers come in. Um, at one time, we had about five thousand. We averaged about five thousand viewers let's the whole time, but we had hey, um, over oh, a yeah. uh, viewers come in. I gave out over a hundred thousand dollars worth of gifts and cash prizes. Cash App came and dropped twenty-five thousand dollars just in the chat. To cash oh, tag. Um, in I gave chat. away three Oof. gaming computers. We need to open really, I really games. gave away four gaming computers, games, you know you jerseys. Uh, you know all type of stuff man it was great man it was you know it's just a great way for me to give back to my fans man and i'm I'm glad everybody appreciates. it
0: yeah we do we appreciate any time anybody gives back anything because you don't have to you know and there's a lot of people in our spheres you're in a different sphere than i am obviously that are telling you like this is how you keep your money okay Fuck everybody, you know. Like there's all those speeches and classes about how you maintain. Don't become one of the eighty percent that go broke or whatever. You know, you know those friends that you've had for a long time that have done everything for you. Don't give them a fucking dollar, okay? This is literally what some like financial. Your parents, like, let's put them on a reasonable amount of money because if not, they're just gonna drain you dry. And everybody else, you know, those foundations that you worked with or whatever, they'll continue to raise money. This money now we got to preserve for your future. And your future, it's like. Okay, I understand you maybe woke up just with zero soul. Uh, That is going to be tough for me to do. So anytime somebody gives back and chooses to give back, I'm always incredibly, you know, inspired and impressed because there's a lot of people in your world telling you not to. So over $100,000, that's fucking very nice of you. Yeah.
7: Shout out to Cash App, too. Shout out to Cash App.
0: Ty, your question for Vaughn Miller. Yeah, Vaughn.
7: LA Golf Golf gave us uh, three putters. You know they got the LA golf putter. LA golf. Um, what The dude, fuck's yeah, an LA, LA it's golf? It's LA what golf. is an LA golf? You ever heard of LA golf? LA golf. They 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 started out making shafts. Now they make a putter as well. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, and it's, they gave
7: away three. They gave away three putters in the chat. I mean, that's the putter that I use. That's the driver that I use. So. Oh. Shout
0: out LA, golf. LA golf. Shout out. Okay. LAG.
6: Best shafts in the business. I heard.
0: Hey, they got good shafts, Vaughn. Uh-huh. This is good shafts. Yeah.
7: <laughs> I think it's, I think it's the stiffest and the lightest and the
0: best. Yeah. Okay. Good shafts. Out <laughs> there from
3: LA go. Last question here for you,
0: Vaughn. We can't thank you enough for joining us. Yeah, on, Ty.
3: Vaughn last week. I know you said, uh, with your knee and everything, you didn't really want to be on the sideline during the dolphins game. Cause you didn't want to slip or have any issues there. But I mean, you're, you're healing at a you know superhuman rate. Have you thought, you know? and I know you said Christmas, hey, I want to spend it with my family. Have you thought, you know what, maybe I'd, I'd rather spend my Christmas this year going to Chicago and standing on the sideline in a foot and a half of snow with below uh, zero temperatures? Is that something you're maybe considering? Or are we going to see you on the sideline this weekend or no? There's
7: like nope. a like <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I have not thought about it at all. At, uh, uh, I mean, even if it was – I mean, even if it was um, – even even if it was sunny and bright, like I just feel like, you know, at this point, even though I'm feeling good, I think it's just a safe bet for me to just, you know, chill at home. You know, I you know I'm I'm feeling good and I'm in a great point and I want to continue to stay there. So, you know, it's all type of things that I can't control in a football game sitting on the sideline. I just you know, try to avoid it. even getting on the plane and traveling from, you know, swelling and all that stuff. I'm in a good point. I'm in a good place, um, mentally and physically. I think I just. You know, I just need to stay right here until I can get to a point where I can stay on the sideline with uh, confidence.
0: We hope you get healthy quick. We can't wait to see the story of you bouncing back. Uh, I think we heard Josh there in the background. Uh, can you show him real quick just so we can put him in the title? Josh? Yeah. yeah. Josh, Josh,
7: Josh Allen. Josh Allen right here. He's, he's talking to Tori Hey! Oh, baby! Josh Allen. Josh Allen, he's, 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 taking, he's taking care of business right now, but there he is. Big pop.
0: He's a good man. Just like you. You're probably going to go talk to that group immediately upon getting up, which is right now. We can't thank you enough. Ladies and gentlemen, future Hall of Famer, founder of Greener Pastures Chicken Farms down there in Texas, Vaughn Miller. Thank you yeah!
4: Yeah!
0: Football! He's here, and the man that's not participating in the Open Always. for the... 1,255th day. He's a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion, a Ryder Cup champion, a video game shitster, an NBA pundit, a man who did not play Mall Santa ever in his life. Do not get it twisted. The father of 10, COVID survivor, A.J. Hawke. A.J. (laughs) All right, buddy.
6: Did any of you play Mall Santa? And how creepy is that if, like, a 20-some-year-old is the Santa?
0: Yeah, just in general, I think we don't have to get into descriptors of ages of doing it. Age don't matter, but certainly an experience and memory for people. Uh, I was never mall Santa. I don't believe there's any photos of me with any mall Santas either, because of how uh, I acted. I think around sure. mall Santas for sure. whatever, whatever reason it was, but it's a time-honored tradition. Yeah. And- yeah. It's a holiday kids. When Went
1: for the first time ever I think in my life Like two weeks ago I was, this Guy was super nice
0: Full profession Yeah Mostly retired people right Who just yeah, so happen To older. have a Santa look He, he and had a, a
1: very jolly Santa look Overweight to Sometimes and wife with here.
0: wife too Right being Mrs. Claus yeah. It's like yeah. a thing they do For to pass time During the holiday this season yeah. Yeah. This guy A little is, bit of a hustle That's fun, Mrs. though
1: Mrs. Claus I don't know what happened
0: Well she might I was having a silence For the mall Santa's wife They had a good run Mm-hmm. 10, 15 years, mall to mall to Santa a mm-hmm. photo. What if he off. killed
6: her? Jesus.
0: He's bad Santa. Even more so, a moment of silence for the Mrs. Claus that got wiped <laughs> off the face of the earth because of all Santa Claus. <laughs> Ran over by a reindeer. Oh no.
1: That was grandma. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. but it could have happened to mom too, I guess.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: What if her. What was it? My mother and my mother's mother. <laughs> <laughs> both got run over by a reindeer. It's like the staircase. Well, that was an owl. That guy's nice. innocent. Wow. They've, uh, they wrote out some new facts in that particular case. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? That's <laughs> <laughs> why I'm in a silent snake. Yeah, I think there's a lot more to that story mm-hmm. than what we all saw. with Well, head.
6: I think that's obvious. Our hat off the roof. We didn't know. Off, we, but...
0: we fucking talked to the lawyer. Yeah. yeah we, we,
6: were, we brought the, we tried oh, to do yeah. journalism. Mm-hmm.
0: We <clears> brought <throat> the defense. Attorney in here to talk. But this isn't their moment of silence. No. <laughs> this is Monsanto uh-huh. that digs his baby took a photo yep. with two mm-hmm. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That's right. Wife. Wife.
1: Yeah.
0: She fucking was great.
4: How'd yeah.
1: right. she die? What happened? Details O-O-T. weren't Oh, really... it's funny, bro. Jesus. On <laughs> cookies. On cookies. Okay.
0: Somebody... She had a nut allergy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm and that's a tough allergy to have is mrs. Claus she wasn't told Santa had a peanut butter cookie and kissed her they sucked face that's right they were doing a mall in france they french kissed Mm
4: -hmm. that's right to
0: celebrate the moment and santa's tongue took out mrs. Claus we do not know if this is her hell
1: yeah
0: rest in peace what's your problem
1: what's this guy (laughs) deal
0: (laughs) <laughs> Rest in peace to Mrs. Claus at that particular mall. I do believe there are hundreds and hundreds and thousands. That Mrs. And thousands. Claus
1: right there is a fucking rocket.
0: Mrs. Claus right here? Yeah. Makes great cookies, Mrs. Claus right That's here. That was uh, one of our worst moments of silence, and I want to let you know I'm embarrassed yeah. by it. Yeah? I am embarrassed by it. It's a tough one. We've had it a little bit with journalists this week, huh? We've been, at, we've been back and forth a little
6: bit, haven't we? Yeah, what's going on?
0: I don't know. I think we're just pointing out some things that have happened probably for a very long time, and... I'm trying to do it in the – because what Vaughn said, like, the media is very vital, very important for the NFL. I understand that. So that's why every time we chat about anything media-related, always try to set the stage with, like, this is not about media as a whole. This is this situation that is being talked about. This is maybe – if it uh, isn't even about this particular person, this is about this particular person in this situation. We try not to, you know – I, I think mm-hmm. I try my best to do that because I tried to understand where whoever's come from this week though, we've had to say, we've had to say some things. Yeah. And it's about people I think that have heard about us saying some things and then those people's friends, you know, have to stick up for them. And then those people's fans of those people's friends says, so it's really been quite a, uh, and I didn't want it. I just wanted to point out some things. I just wanted to be like, Hey, from player's side, we can't have this happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you got to do what you got to do as well. So, like, there has to be a different way to do it. It's basically been all mm-hmm. our messaging has been, but it has been a week of that. Let's put that to rest. It's a holiday. Yeah. Holiday season. Of course. Yeah. Happy holiday. Yeah. And you weren't
2: generalizing. Happy. You weren't saying everybody. It's more so just like. Pointing out like flaws sometimes, and mm-hmm. it's not as if we don't have any. And their
0: job is to point out our flaws. Exactly. They do,
2: and players' flaws and mm-hmm. everything like that. It's accountability, just mm-hmm. like the referees. Like, hey, if the referees held each other accountable, then it would be a much different story. And I feel like it wor- it can work that way with the media too, or like and for us, have to. held held
0: held me accountable.
2: Exactly. Yeah,
0: they do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I get buried on a good, re- <laughs> on a pretty good, you know, pretty good uh, regular basis. I should have said I believe differently after the anonymous sources thing.
2: Because like, What does that even mean? I saw TJ. What jumped, do you mean?
1: TJ Lang jumped in last night. That was fun to see.
0: In that situation? What did you yeah. See, I've muted it because I just want to know. He nod. said,
1: oh, it's weird. It's almost like players. I think I'm, I'm trying to remember. I saw it like 1 a.m. It's almost like players have notebooks in these meetings that they could write things down. Okay. So, obviously, that article
0: is what spurred this whole thing. Mm-hmm. But if I read that article... Before Uh, you know, Aaron comes on, none of this happens, (laughs) so ultimately, my fault. Why situation has taken so if
6: you wouldn't have said anonymous sources, nothing would we would have been fine from the jump, you think? Yes, probably.
0: That is literally how now I said, I believe, which I think in the English language, not 100% sure if how everybody else speaks, but how I speak, what I'm saying, I believe, I was trying to give like, uh, like an I think. But I probably said I think probably fifty times before that. So I said I believe just as a different one. I was I read the couple of the quotes, but I I don't have a subscription, so I didn't read the entire Mm -hmm. article. So Mm. I wanted to I wanted to portray as if I wasn't matter of fact. Yeah. You know? Mm. I should have done better with that, or I should have read the article. Both those things my fault. And I will take onus on that. But I will say, whenever that becomes the talking point, then I start getting attacked, right? Like then I like let alone Aaron and the article about how demanding he is. Mm-hmm. But then because it's kind of set up as me being doofus, which happens on a regular basis, that kind of opens gates for a lot of people who have been like, we've been waiting for this. <laughs> yeah. You know, so then I start getting, you know, some bombs and I'm the type of person. that's like, okay, been waiting for this, mm-hmm. you know, like same thing as you, you know, on the opposite side here, I do things differently. And I was told to read the article. So let's re- – didn't – told the boys, I do. how long would it take me to read this thing?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Nick was being way too kind. He says five minutes. Mm-hmm. Ty goes, hey, probably ten. This thing, you know what I mean? Let's mm-hmm. do that. I'm like, okay, so we can do it on the show. And then I say, is it worthy, like, of reading or is it going to be terrible? Mixed results, okay? Like, do we think it's worthy of being entertaining for people that are watching? A waste of minutes almost. Is this worth it or not to even get in there? Mixed results, but mostly like, yeah. And then there was numerous times it was like, you want to read this before you go live? And I'm, no. Mm -mm. I want it to be first time live on there. Fresh. So, we probably could have handled that differently as well. You know, I probably could have read certain parts. So, I didn't, as I was reading, openly disgusted with what I was reading. Mm -hmm. You know, that's probably not... That's probably not a good thing to do either. So I apologize for that part of it, AJ. I would like that to be acknowledged. I apologize
6: for doing that. I don't think you need to apologize, really, especially anymore. You don't need to continue. But yeah, like whatever. This is all it's going to continue to happen forever, especially as more and more athletes continue to jump into this world. So now I'm getting messages
0: from peers of person telling me that I'm that I, you know, Right now, I just want to let people know, kind of doing this again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, wasn't going to mention ever again, people kind of doing this because I'm okay to explain myself in this situation. A lot of things being said about me by your party too. You know what I mean? Your your side of the ball. Like, I know my people who watch and follow the show, they get active on the internet, Mm -hmm. and I try not to address anything because I don't want – that type of negativity in my timeline, in anybody else's timeline, it happens. But the people that watch the show are incredible human beings. I'm very thankful for them. We all are. So if, like, I'm going to get openly attacked by people, I think they are some people, not all. Let's not get generalized, by the way. Some are going to say some things. But that's in response to your people saying things as well. So, like, whenever you send me a text, like, hey, can you please, things are being said, it's like, Of course, but, you know, things were being said beforehand as well. Like, I'm not good with that situation. You know what I mean? I'm not good at that whole thing because I'm like – oh, we should run this back for another week or so. Sounds like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just <laughs> so if we are going to do this, let's do this. Because I tried at my best to be like, hey, this lady worked for Defector Media. She worked for Sports Illustrated. She worked for Monday Morning Quarterback. She works for The Athletic currently. Much respect for everything she's done. This particular article, though, and getting upset with me saying, I believe anonymous sources, and then the way it was described by somebody that I had not talked to about it, like, and then putting me into a position to get attacked, I, I don't think there was just, you know... F- flaw-free on both sides here to to get into this to get into this whole thing
6: aj you know what i mean yeah that's fair enough i mean as long as there's like as far as media and athletes like current stuff that's going on we talked about like in the locker room as long as there's respect both ways and i i would imagine you're i know at least myself i should say i'm not going to speak for you i'm not on the side that says oh you have to have played pro football or at least a high level of football to talk about it no that's that's garbage yeah, I want a bunch of big, dumb, old meatheads writing about the game. Like, that's not exactly what we need. Agreed. So, but also, like, yeah, there's a way to come at players, and I feel like the Gio Bernard thing was weird. That one, to me, was was oh, tough another. to watch. Yeah. Where we she were. apologized.
0: She did. She yeah, yeah which was great. Both of them. Which was cool. And- I
6: get it, too. I understand even in the heat of the moment. Like I get both sides. That's all I'm trying to say. Like, I understand, like, the respect. That, I, I understand all sides, and I get it. But, yeah, like, just this is how it's going to be. So let's just let's figure it out.
0: Yeah, we don't mean any intent towards anybody. No.
6: No. Never.
0: Except for some. Maybe. Some, but just privately with our sage and stuff. Yeah. Right. Also, that conversation we had about the article was really insightful to hear the behind the scenes of a player's perspective on like the hand signal meetings and D-Butt mentioned one the defense does. Like that stuff that I had no idea about. So that was pretty cool. So great work with that article. Yes. Look at us. It It was coming together. Article open up conversation for more stuff to be learned. That's good. This Hell is good yeah. news. Happy holidays over here. Happy
4: holidays. Happy holidays.
0: And I know I'm just a big dumb player, but I'm okay to get in the weeds if you want, you know? Like I'm uh I'm the trunk. Yeah, I'm not I'm okay. And as a punter, you can't talk much shit. But in this particular world, we've we've gotten to a place pretty quickly where we can't, you know. And uh, that's uh that's a pretty good place to be. We don't want any drama with anybody, though, or beef with anybody. We have respect for Kalen. We have respect for Jenna Lane. We have respect for Paul Kuharski. We have respect for the unknown person that told Josh Allen, your offense can't win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Is that Lombardi, Belichick? Is that is that somebody that knows football, or is that just a media person who knows football? Mm-hmm. Enough to tell Josh Allen that he doesn't, you can't win a Super Bowl with your offense in his face in that moment. We don't know. We have respect for their work. We appreciate what they do for the NFL. But also, let's just move forward. Hey, let's move forward pause a okay? yeah. was What was that? That was supposed to be quite a smear of Aaron Rodgers, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, we knew that as we're reading it when it says, Christian Watson almost ruined this, you know? And then the photo of Aaron is him obviously in a bad spot. It's like, that is a guy that we know. He's never had, I don't think, somebody who's like come out and been like, hey, this dude. Not as bad as you're making them out to be. I feel like we have been a part of that, and everybody's like, that's your meal ticket. Oh, just another guy propagandizing for Aaron Rodgers. It's like nobody ever propagandized for Aaron Rodgers. So that's why we kind of feel obligated to be like, no. Come like, that ain't, this, this ain't a real thing. If it is, I feel like we have, you know, we talked to Blue of Earth there for a little bit. Yeah, so mm-hmm.
4: that's
0: we, right. We talked about some the ayahuasca. I mean, we talked heavy ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually yeah. offended him. Remember, plant drug. Yeah, know? that's right. That thing. We we've covered basically yeah. everything. Bring you know? blue home. But if it's not, if it's a nothing burger, we have to acknowledge that.
1: Has to know? be addressed.
0: Mad respect for everybody, though.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Also, it oh, added shit. a term to, to our lexicon, which is nice.
0: Exaggerated nothingness.
1: That's
0: good. <laughs> Dude, is that not Pretty the most good. Aaron Rodgers descriptor of all time? Like yeah. the way he would he would describe something. Oh. Exaggerated
6: nothingness. Has he ever said that before? Do you ever hear that in conversation, or do you think I don't know if I've it? ever heard it? I think that's what I was just going to say. I wonder if it's a, something he thought of when he heard about the story or read it, or in the moment. It's, it's very possible he just in the moment that's when he came up. With it. It's a
0: it's an eight scroller, Aaron. Oh, so it's dramatic. They exaggerated. There's
1: nothing <laughs> exaggerated. <laughs> that's what it is. AJ <laughs> thinks us talking about the storm before it's here is exaggerated nothingness.
6: No, no, I don't yesterday okay was that today he came in yesterday Uh, yesterday
0: yesterday came in oh sounds like we're worrying about something we can't control and probably won't be as bad as they're saying
6: no christmas great to be prepared it is great to be prepared it's another thing to sit and talk about it for four days before and talk about like if you want to get some salt get some shovels ready maybe change your travel plans that's great but if i'm going to sit here and look at my phone and check the weather for four and a half days and worry about it before it gets here that's my struggle
0: yeah it's going to ruin your life cuz that thing could change at any given moment it has already changed from saturday to friday to thursday at eight to thursday at 5 today yep. it said it's coming faster mm-hmm. than we thought it has gained speed over illinois and missouri is kind of what the weather folks are saying right now Jeez. this is supposed to be We real- want dark we want darker light or purple
6: or
1: light what do we want well just
0: like most dopplers Okay. Don't want the darkest color. Right.
1: Of uh, purple, the dark Where's is the, the color. Is, uh, is, temperature. This, this this is, this is temperature. This is temperature. Yeah.
0: So negative five is the start of purple, and then and the color. darker purple gets. I would assume the lefter it goes on the temperature yeah. thermometer. So this is right
1: now. Hey, I did a lot of research here. You know, last couple of days. You know, the snow totals aren't going to be as negative high negative six. As what time is that? Storm, that's Friday. I heard. I heard they you get a lot clear of snow. The, they clear. They can't clear the roads because of the temperature drop and salt doesn't work salt below doesn't work. fifteen yeah. degrees.
6: Well, salt. Yeah, that's the tough thing. Yeah, yeah, like an inch, like two inches of ice underneath the snow. That's brutal. So they say you have to have the salt down before the ice, yeah. but mm-hmm. to cook
1: from so the bottom. Salt so, right now. But the yeah. rain will wash away the salt, so they can't lay it down now because it's just a waste.
0: So this is a three-piece. Yes, exactly. So we, yeah. we've been calling this a two-piece from Mother Nature. This is a three-piece. We're bringing the rain to not only get it wet everywhere, also clear out all of the anti-icing <laughs> situations they right. got. Yeah. Let's clear the pallet out. Mm-hmm. Let's, stick, let's stick around, keep it moist, but let's clear the pallet out. Wash it away. And then... Hit him with the hankin' of ice and just phew, like the Jack Frost. Mm-hmm. Maybe we
1: all head to AJ's house, hunker sweet. down, spend the holidays with him. Which
6: one? Mm. Come on. Come on down. You guys, what are you talking about? You would never think about driving here. You guys are already too scared to go No, home, you can drive so. east. Okay. You
2: have Sorry. those tunnels. We could just take those. AJ, yeah, underneath point. your house. Don't oh, you have those tunnels?
6: <laughs> no, but it's a huge it would be. mistake I Submarines. made. We built this house, and I didn't build any tunnels or any. Secret things underground, like I should have. Wink, wink. Nod, nod. Uncle Waxy's
0: house, yeah, has a tunnel to uncle, every.
6: Uncle.
2: Yeah, yeah, with the bullet train underneath it. Yep. Continue, please. Continue. Uncle,
0: this is continue. all document. Yeah, I was it? gonna say
3: this is matter oh, of whoa, fact. Whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa! I believe. There you go. I Un- believe
3: this is matter of fact. I believe. I believe that, uncle. I believe, I believe
0: that, that we. <laughs> I believe that we, <laughs> know, your we know your uncle's, uncle's waxy. Correct. I, I believe that we i believe that we know, we know, know your, your uncle's wexy
1: i believe that we know your uncle's wexy and that you did that commercial for the waterproofing of your basement as a cover-up for the tunnels i, I believe that, that your uncle's, uncle's <laughs> wexy
6: that's interesting tone
0: yeah. is that what happened
6: no, I wish that would have been, yeah, that would have got, I would have got a lot of value is, out of that. What are you buying that?
0: for the, what, what do you buy for the family? Are you big, uh, go to the store guy or are you doing, uh, did you try I've always to Amazon? Been online.
6: Always. Experiences? I, I mean, I've always been stuff online and over the time. Uh, yeah, we have some experience stuff that we do, like usually one, one experience thing. Um, yeah, we'll see. Kids ask for a couple things. We tell them how many things they get. We'll see. It's I mean, a talk Christmas show, bro. Is. We're trying to learn. What the yeah, fuck? I mean, you got your father no, attacked. like we go to games, I think we're gonna. They might go. It might take whoa, my boys to don't. a Bengals game later. Whoa, 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 don't tell whoa, them. Whoa, don't whoa, tell whoa. them. I hope Jeez. they're not watching. Yeah, I know. Hopefully, they don't see this. Honestly. Well, plus so you don't oh, know yeah, what everything days. they're getting because like Santa's bringing stuff. Yeah, what about Santa? That's what I'm saying. Well, Santa gets stuff from Santa. Yeah, They get three things from Santa and then like three from us. How do you do the
0: stocking? Do you do the stocking? That's how we do it. And Santa does the tree.
6: Is that, how, is that how it goes? What do you mean? The, no, okay. There's a stocking. Does no, we have a stop stockpile. Did Santa did a, tell a, you? A pile from Santa, a pile from us. Nice.
0: Oh, okay. Shout out to Santa. Does he know? Like he comes in, he's orderly, and just puts it yeah. in his little fucking
6: square. Or?
2: He already told yeah. you he's only getting three They gifts write down three things they want
6: from what, Santa, yeah. What about hopefully
2: little, he brings it.
1: What about little Santa? Canada. Oh, yes. Yeah.
6: Who? Do you honor
1: the Canadian? Little Santa? Boxing days is coming up. Boxing day is coming up. Is that in Canada? Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think it has anything to do with Little Santa, right? No. no, it's 26th,
1: yeah. December it 26th, true Boxing Day. Yeah. No, it's in England and Australia, too, so I don't think it has. I don't think we room. had
0: cleared what Little Santa was before we're getting to a whole other holiday. <laughs> that's December 6th.
1: Little Santa is like a, I believe it's yeah, December 6th, they get a little present. Yeah, before. you leave a yeah. boot
2: yeah. out in your you know living room, and then when you wake up on December 6th, there is a present in your boot, and I think it kicks off. Exactly, kicks it off. Nice. It's like one present in the boot every
6: week or something.
2: Yeah, it's that's, l-
0: that's Little Santa. It's yeah. Canada, yeah. not just yeah. Gump. That's Canada. Wow. Santa. AJ, Santa. Do, you Santa. do you do Alpha sounds- Shelf?
6: Oh, yeah, we have that.
0: How many? That seems like a fun one. one for four. four.
6: We have four kids, yes. Yeah, so we have four now.
0: Okay, who's the best at it? What do you mean? Oh,
2: the elf hires, what? hides, right?
0: Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Hey. They're always like up to mischief and stuff. Yeah. And then Changes what? The
6: kids stuff. find the elves? They wake up and go find them, yeah. Who's the best finding the elf? I'd find? Well, my, my nine-year-old gets up every morning before all of them and goes and searches it out and finds it. Legend. All Legend. of them? And reports as they wake up. Well, yeah, they're usually together. Yours is there. Oh, and then gives it away. Uh, no, he waits till they come down, and you know, leads them around. Hell yeah, little guys. Before the Elfstones What's his name? Morning. What's whose name? Who is it?
0: Which one's the name? My son, Hendricks.
6: My nine-year-old, Hendricks. Yeah,
0: Hendricks seems to be. Uh, this could be he's an older FBI. Than me. Yeah, he's yeah, more maybe. mature than me. I exactly. tell him all the time.
6: Like he, he like reprimands me. Middle name Jimmy. He's like really. Uh, no, his no name's Knight. K N I G H T. But he, uh, and
2: he's
1: like exactly. Nighthawk.
6: Hell yeah. Nighthawk. <laughs> Get Get
2: yeah, Nighthawk. Get him in the
0: octagon. Dude, Nighthawk uh, is going to be a fucking special agent too, it sounds like. Yeah. Finding the elf before everybody yeah. else. Taking yeah. notes. Has showing his classmates people around?
1: found out his middle name yet? Because he's never going to be called by his first name ever again. Dude,
0: Nighthawk is going to be president. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Step Brothers yeah. was
6: big when he came. When he was nah, Step Brothers was big before he
1: was born. But yeah. is this
6: at your house or is this just? See, me? we're not. This is thing. People get very carried away. That is not happening in our
1: house. AJ, what about that time you came here and you told us that you, you know. uh, do butt plug on the rug?
6: What is that man? exactly, Nick? Can you please tell me? Can you? <laughs> well, you were telling my, us about it. So just... that was a Tahoe, right out on the
0: deck. Plug on the
1: rug. It was the second what, what's night called
6: again.
4: Yeah.
0: Second what's it called again. It was the second night out at uh, Tahoe. We're yep. all very alarmed. Yeah it, it, like Whoa. everybody you, you Aaron was you, playing the kids? guitar. <laughs> Aaron was actually playing a guitar. Oh yeah. String broke. Jordo yeah, had just got out of the lake. He uh-huh. was shaking himself off with yeah. the sun. And then yeah. we were kinda Helicopter. Shitting. Yeah, he I don't so like he might have been. I was trying not to, I was trying to give him his own privacy, but he wanted to be around the group. I was okay. smoking dope, I uh-huh. believe. <laughs> Nick, I think, was uh, drinking a whiskey. What? Connor had great energy. He was still holding the bag out yeah. there. Yeah, uh-huh. And it was like, boys, how we doing, you know? And then, hey, just kind of a wild question. I want to get ahead of this. Like, holiday talk. Do you guys do butt plug on a rug, or is that just <laughs> our hunt? What? And everybody, Jordo. Turn. Yeah, string Mm -hmm. broke on the guitar boom and then he stopped playing and then nick dropped his whiskey Uh, never ever happens and then you went on to explain if you could do that for everybody right now
6: (laughs) well first off nick is this something you came up with in the moment or is this something you've heard before i've never heard heard
1: from from you you told us it's all yeah nick told me that How, how would that work Nick told me yeah, to right. I
6: literally just, I literally yeah. just Nick, told. So Nick brought it up. It's like the old deal. Whoever smelt it, dealt it when they fart when you tell kids. So Nick, what is it? You've been sticking butt plugs in your butt, and then you rub, rub your little cakes in the rug?
0: Okay, so that seems. So that is. No, right. judgment, that is no, it is. no <laughs> judgment here.
6: <laughs>
4: Nick yeah. told me
1: you, you know, said that, that nice. you put that, you do put that in your butt, and then you drag your butt like a dog does across the rug. <laughs>
4: oh,
0: yeah.
6: That's
7: a good play. That's yeah, a AJ. Good play.
1: Every year, ages, says, me first, me first.
7: He's the best hey.
6: at it. Yes. That's not me, but I'm sure people that do that must love it. Oh, so Good you must have that. been asking if we
0: had ever heard of that. Oh, uh, because you, you okay. Got it. Okay, I remember you brought it up. I didn't know what it was. If you, I, mean, were... I'm
6: known, I will definitely have random questions at times, but unfortunately that has not been one of them. But, Nick, I might put that in my arsenal next time. <laughs> put in my <laughs>
4: Just Google
6: it, land on a suck site, so stay away. <laughs> okay.
1: Nice. There's please a high-tech the Wi-Fi. Did you get off Please of Wi-Fi? don't do that on oh, our no. Wi-Fi. No. Just you use your
2: LTE, please. Mm. <laughs> There's a hide the pickle game in the Christmas tree too. Oh yeah,
3: that's classic.
2: Yeah. What the hell? Who's that everybody that
0: has the capability to grab the pickle? Yeah, you put yeah.
2: you put you hang the pickle ornament somewhere, some yeah, someone hides it and whoever finds it first gets like 20 bucks or 100 bucks. Nice.
0: That's not bad. Then
2: where do they hide it? Next? Do someone hide it again? No, usually it's just one round, unless you have a lot of people. Then you got. Oh, so there's one pickle
0: being tossed around for everybody to go out there and grab. Exactly. And yeah, only
2: one lucky pickle grabber gets the pickle and they win the hundred dollars. Bingo! Yep. Sometimes it's a present, you know, that so everyone can have. You know, it's one for all, but it's very fun.
1: Not oh. just a Christmas thing, but you know, LCR's a big Christmas thing around. You know, family gathering. Oh, that's yeah, right.
6: Yeah, my family does that.
0: Great game. Okay. Yeah, talking about ones, right? We're passing ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I enjoy that game. An idiot can play. Yeah, a drunk doofus can play. that's yeah. right. Those are yep. the best games for those types of situations. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh, yeah, yeah, just roll it. We'll do it for you. Oh, Perfect. Great. Keep <laughs> around. Yeah, you're out. What? Good <laughs> back though. how yeah, got a Pony up. Need an L over never here. Never out. Need an L. You're L never over truly here. out. That's why it's fun, man. So then, when you have no money and you're drunk, come on, L. Yeah, I'm back. Roll <laughs> R. There you oh, go.
1: Geez. Just play back. <laughs> Does Waxy always make you guys play with hundreds during that, or <laughs> no? <laughs> never, never been over there. I tell you, I, w- I
6: do want to check out that complex. I would love to, <laughs> to get in their walls. I mean, no, it is a know. giant facility.
0: That compound. All right, let's talk about some news. Gardner Minshew starting for uh, the Eagles uh, in win. Okay. This is something Victory. that you believe in. His energy is fantastic. We obviously all have seen him and his old man who had a leather jacket on out in the parking lot after yes. his last start where he got a win, where it was like uh, we did it almost. Yeah. Okay, We've been saying this all along. Had great success in Jacksonville. Wasn't supposed to have success in Jacksonville. Jacksonville was in the middle of a turnover even though they were selling bandanas and jorts all around Jacksonville. It was the first attraction that the Jags had for a long time. Mm-hmm. We have to move on, get him out of there. Goes to Philadelphia, has some big time plays. They bring in Jalen hurts he's a fucking guy now Gardner Minshew allegedly has gone in and say hey can I compete for the starting spot or get traded I don't remember which one it was either way Sirianni said no we need you and also Jalen's our starter but this is why they needed him they got Gardner Minshew who has played very good football very meaningful football and it's a big time fucking division game when you could have never expected losing your guy Jalen Hurts has been their guy they've been riding him he's been fantastic he's in the MVP conversation he's out biggest game of the year in the division against the Cowboys to basically lock up a good number one seed here in the NFC over the next couple weeks Gardner Mintrew steps in you're saying he's going to win I think the team loves him I'd assume from everything we've seen from outside looking in he's a great guy to have as a backup quarterback for that Eagles team AJ
6: I mean, it, this just shows you how valuable it is to have a good backup quarterback that yep. has started and won many, many games in the NFL. You could trust him. It's it's tough because, like, you don't need him until you need him, and you might not need him for two years, but then here we go. The Eagles, like, this is a big-time moment. Like, you may need him to step in and win one or two games, and I think it's worth having a guy like Gardner back there. We assume. This is all we assume. Yeah, right. This yeah.
0: is like the energy, and I think all the Johns, even the one that won – Head over ass crack.
6: Jeez. Oh man! In,
0: uh, that was real.
2: Uh, the Packer fan. That was a Packer. I saw both show. angles.
0: I've seen a couple different angles. Oh, that wasn't a. Pa- that was Green Bay yeah, in Chicago. Yep. Originally reported on the internet as an Eagles fan, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Green Bay fan goes. I don't want to show the video. I do not want to show the, the video.
6: Did the guy? Try- did the guy before he pushed him down? Did he like pull his pants, pants down? Yeah. It's weird. I thought he was checking his oil.
2: Jeez.
0: I know. I know. I don't that's know. If- so gross i thought he was potentially trying to like trip him up even yeah. more like i thought that was like a chess play the video from the angle in which you see him try to pull the the big guy's pants down there's a little bit of a, a head nod thing like this i wonder what happened right before then I how, how did that whole thing start and then all of a sudden this packers fan gets yeah. tossed down an entire section of of the upper deck, oh yeah, that 300 oh, yeah. level is so steep too. Like it's literally climbing a ladder. Three to get up there. I think three, three flights. I think there there was it wasn't really it was good. Far, far painful. Far. Yeah. Somebody could have got really injured with that guy going. The that way ledge he, is oh, yeah. very
3: short too. Like I've been up there. It's, it's he could have got ledge. very if, injured oh, yeah. if he doesn't break hit that his neck. If he doesn't hit that middle bar, his momentum is sending him right yeah. through the. I mean, he's falling to his death. Because that guy weighed. Six hundred pounds, maybe. Like, if his butt cheeks don't act as airbags, <laughs> then that guy is like a runaway, you know, uh, like Stop a runaway me. train. Yeah, snowball. Yeah. He's going right through the the guardrail. The juggernaut, really. And he's falling and probably probably killing, yep. killing yeah, fifteen <laughs> to twenty people in the deck below. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. I think would have been it would have been
2: catastrophic. And that guy up top of pushing probably gets charged with. Absolutely, he he should get charged. Still, we don't know what happened
0: before that. That was a fucking dangerous. That does not need to continue to happen at NFL games. No, (laughs) there was games where, remember, (laughs) fresh out of the um, COVID quarantine, Mm -hmm. everybody was getting back into public, and they had forgotten. You know, should have gotten real sweet in the living rooms whenever you're saying things on the internet. And the, the worst thing that can happen back is you either get blocked or somebody says something back to you. People we thought had maybe forgotten that when you get back out in the public amongst people, like some people ain't about the shits, nope. mm-hmm. and that came very quickly in the sporting world. Oh yeah, there was that uh, Diamondbacks. I think it was Padres. Padres Rockies, Padres. Padres. Yeah. Padres yes. walks all the way, section over, comes all the way down, walks past people, right hand, two face, knockout, city, yeah. fall, walk away. What? Yeah. What? And then that started happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boom! Basketball won. Boom. Boom, another basketball mm-hmm. one. Then it just started happening. Football started happening. It was like, oh no. Has it, is this happening more than it was happening before the quarantine? And is this like a new norm at the sporting? Kind of disappeared. Yeah. Kind of disappeared for a little bit. There's a snowball video resurfacing from 2009 in Philadelphia on the internet that is maybe the most amount of snowballs I've ever seen thrown at one person mm-hmm. or two people. Yeah. <laughs> there is. Awesome. There's, I believe it's the Niners.
1: Fans, Niners fans wow.
0: in Philadelphia in the middle of a snowstorm <laughs> and uh, easily targetable, obviously, with the jerseys and
1: security's like, Come oh. on,
0: the entire half of the stadium. Yeah. Uh, it's nuts. pelted forever. Just wait. Oh. We're we are nowhere near done. We are nowhere near. They are going to throw. Oh, my em. goodness. <laughs> The guy next to him is just
2: taking friendly fire. Oh, yeah. Right in
0: the back, look at that direct shot. That oh, no, it's case. another daughter's.
2: Oh.
6: Yeah, what? Oh, he takes it off so they, so oh, they know. Man. Someone's going gonna... to – hopefully there's no ice in there.
0: Yeah, that's from 2009. So things have been <laughs> happening in stands for a long time.
6: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Anybody that's ever had to walk up one of those and, like, sit in one of those and, like, when you have to go piss, you have to get up and go back down, you think to yourself, oh, shit, if I fall oh, here, yeah. terrified. there's a dead. chance we go. In the upper decks of these stadiums that are being built, we can't just be having standard operating procedure being pulling somebody's pants down so they can't have their balance. Right. And then hawking him <laughs> no. down there. No, Can't do it. Can't,
2: can't, can't make that trash out. That
0: can't become a thing. Should be can't? a weight
2: limit up there because of that, just in case. Oh, don't Jesus. put it on him. Come on. Sorry. Come on. Come Come on. on, his Come on. Well, it's not his fault. That could happen to anybody. Well, see, we're saying it's You're not his fault, it. but we don't know. if Did he instigate the fight? We don't, know. Chance. Well, we don't,
1: exactly. don't know. We you don't know. know what I mean. Pull his pants out right now. Throw him off the stage.
2: Yeah, but I wouldn't kill
3: eight people when I landed. That's yeah, but, the difference.
2: Once again, we
0: don't know why it started or how it started. Exactly. We just know that it has started and we need to stop it.
3: I'm assuming yeah. that guy ate like two chili dogs or something before Thank he you. went up there, yeah. farted, probably sitting right next to this guy. Yeah. This I guy probably pu- <laughs>
2: puked in his mouth yeah. or
3: something and was like, all right, I got to eject this guy <laughs> yeah. out of here. And that's on that <laughs> guy. He can't be doing, eating. He saw him eat two foot long chili dogs.
2: Let's
0: go. Bear Don. The first quarter. Let's right, the an game. Let's show the video. <laughs> you have to show it. have to Show at this point because there's people Man. that haven't seen the video or hearing us talk and are asking us why we're doing this. Top angle first. See, this one is definitely yeah. the one. This is the Chicago Bears fan, obviously. Here Bird we see, and then you have a Packers fan who is in the stairwell, has a Chicago Bears scarf on, which we will see, and, and there's a give and take. Oh, they're touching oh, the roof whoa, whoa, whoa. too. Whoa. This is fourth from the third row from Look. the back. Then
1: that's attempted murder.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. Okay. And then he takes his right pants here, right, right here. Boom, pants that. down. What? And then throw. Boom. Also known as the, the Packers family section. Oh. oh! That was the Packers family section up there? It's close to it. Look how high they are. Dude, Jeez. and look at the resiliency on this guy. Just getting up mm-hmm. and walking back up the steps after that happened. He could have had a broken neck, anything else. And uh, I don't know That's how like this ends. Kid? I don't think I've seen the extended version here. But what a situation that we cannot have become a regular no. at oh. NFL stadiums. No.
4: Wow. Incredible. That guy's
0: so tough, though, by the way. Like, that really could have been a lot worse. Dude. Truth. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't bleeding. Do, do we have the bottom angle yeah, as well? Yeah, got
2: to see the bottom angle. Yeah. Look top. at this. This is the...
0: Imagine if this doesn't... Oh. This
2: is the... Oh. Bam, bam, oh. Creme de la creme. Oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I thought when I saw this... <laughs> this- <laughs> Cheeks are <were> out. <laughs> the guy... <sighs> Happy oh Boy, he appears to be. Okay. Was he really pulling his yeah, pants down? He couldn't do. Look like it. He wasn't pulling them up. You think he was pulling them up? <laughs> yeah, we yeah, help you out, bro.
6: No, he pulled them down. You think he was pulling them up? The Why him? is your first, your first, your go-to? Hey, I'm gonna. Uh, this guy. Guys, like, a bully. We're in an altercation. I'm not gonna punch you. I'm gonna try to pull your pants down and throw you down this steep incline. So, so I do believe what he was shooting.
0: What he was trying to do was. I think what he was trying to do was he wanted one of his friends, a schoolboy. Like, hey, yeah. get into oh. oh, that. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I don't have anybody that can do that. What's the next best option? Oh, use his own pants against him. Yeah, I think, it. So I think it was a planned schoolboy where he had to audible midway because yeah. his friend started filming instead of actually yeah, right. doing mm-hmm. yeah. it. Yeah. So he's like, I got to get him down somehow. Let's do like potato sack race almost. Right,
3: sure. Let's get these down here yeah. so
0: they got to be hopping around. Or
3: knew that guy was filming down okay. there. He's like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Everyone's going to see this fucking guy's butt cheeks, and I'm going to yeah. embarrass his ass. <laughs> and I
2: thought, yeah, that kid was trying to see, like, is this kid's ass crack three feet long? It's I assume there's going to be. That's a big
0: guy. Does, he's on. a big dude. He's yeah, big big, absolutely. I assume there's going to be some sort of legal thing that's going to happen. Should with be. This. That was very dangerous. We, we're yeah. happy to see Buddy uh, is apparently okay and. Let's all make out a habit, okay? No. Let's all no. agree. Yeah.
6: Do that in the first level. Let's
0: enjoy the game, you know. Let's all agree that we're not we're not doing that. No. Okay, Amen. we're all in this thing together, just like the media, the players, the coaches. I'm here. And things can get a little bit, you know.
1: Put your hand down.
0: This. Restless, and you can get irritable, and make a fist. Make a fist. Oh, okay. Oh, oh okay. Whoa, oh, holidays, dude. sweet fist. We're all in this thing together. Let's remember that, and you ain't getting out alive. huh-huh. <laughs> Team on three, one, two, three. Team. Team. All right, let's cover some stuff. Um, Tannehill likely out for the rest of the season per Sheesh. Paul Kuharski of paulkuharski.com. Oh yeah. <laughs> Paul Kuharski was the one who asked Mike Vrabel the question. Paul Kuharski's been covering the Titans a very long time. Sources have told me that Paul Kuharski said... Uh, in reference to the Vrabel interaction. Somebody's going to ask tough questions. Sorry about it. Sounds good. That's what sources have told me. Mm-hmm. He, he and Vrabes, I assume, know each other very well and get along. This is the way the season goes. Let's remember we're all in this thing together. Tannehill very likely to be out For the rest of the season after re injuring his right ankle. That means Malik Willis will be quarterback. And we get glimpses of the future for the Tennessee Titans over the past couple weeks and also earlier in the year. It's a fascinating scene because he came out of nowhere out of Liberty. We weren't supposed to have any quarterbacks that were worth a fuck this last draft class. Then as the draft, you know, season came upon us, boy. Quarterbacks were getting real good real quick. Desmond Ritter, he looks like a 35-year-old. He could be get, become an NFL guy. People are can he pick it? Is he Hell good? Yeah. Is he not good? He could be good. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Malik Willis. This guy might slide up into the top five. Yeah, People, yeah. We had never heard of him, had no idea. There was no chatter about him during the season, during his last year at Liberty. Uh, but there, all of a sudden, during draft season, after the combine, he gave his jacket to a homeless person. He was running ro- uh, around, showcasing a great arm, had incredible moxie and swagger at his pro day. And all of a sudden, the conversation was like this dude's gonna go top five this guy might be the first quarterback off the board there was so much hype around him he slides like the third round fourth round malik gets drafted to the titans And the future could be bright with him at quarterback i don't think he's played great football as of late i'm not sure he has it figured out but he's young and now he'll get some meaningful snaps for a team that is in a meaningful race right now in the afc south that could turn over the last three weeks aj
6: man think if malik steps in and just plays Very, very well. No, I know he – let's see how he's developed as a passer. That's been a thing. Like, he's a freak athlete and makes some crazy plays. But, like, consistently throwing the ball is he hasn't really proven that in the NFL yet. What if he steps in, wins some games, looks great? Like, think of the hope in Tennessee. Like, this team is – this is a really good football team around him. So, I think, yeah, we'll we'll see what we have here. But, man, also Braves, like, and the rest of the team, it's – they need Tannehill, too. Like, if Malik doesn't step up and play well, like you need Tannehill, no question.
0: Could be a fresh energy as well, which is always good for everything, you know, and I'm not saying – Who's that... Malik's
1: backup? Do we know?
6: It was – Dobbs. Little... They just signed
0: him. Oh, yeah. Him. Josh, Dobbs. Oh,
1: Dobbs. Josh. Okay. Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. Okay. It Hell, is. yeah. He's
0: going to have, like, a 15-year career when it's all said no.
1: – oh, oh, yeah. Oh, If he doesn't go to space first. Um, True. He's yeah. an and Malik an Wills two starts. The guy's an astronaut. Yeah. Legend. And his, Malik Wills two starts. He was 6 of 10 for 55 yards. Pretty good. And 5 of 16 for 80 yards.
0: Training wheels have been on mightily when it comes to the passing. No, just... But we'll continue to do that. Yeah. Right? And that's what you got to do with a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is just natural. But we're seeing him so late. His rookie campaign is going to be beginning and getting meaningful minutes right now, so late in the season that we got to remember like, we'll be interested to see 10 passing attempts, probably Vrabel's vision of the game. Hey, if we got to, this is what we'll do. This is how we'll beat them. Excited to see what they become, especially with Derrick Henry still being Derrick Henry, you know? And they're yeah. in it. They get in the playoffs, yes. they have a style of football that can go, they have a style of football that can travel, and it will have to after the way this season has gone for AFC South as a whole, after being the number one seed last year going into the playoffs. Their GM gets fired middle of the season. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how one person can bring a little juice or bring energy. Will that be the case? Yeah. The
1: Jags 6-8, uh, and eight, I believe What the Titans are 7-7. Seven and seven. Uh, yeah. Jags are now... Uh, Minus 145 to win the AFC South. Oh, no. No
2: faith in Malik. With Malik, too, you wonder if they'll use him more so how they started to use Justin Fields and, like, really utilize the running game. And then also, Tannehill, they got a potential out coming up soon, too. Like, will he be back next year if they're, you know, I mean, it's 18.8, I think, in dead cap to cut him. What's the cap going to be, 220, 219, whatever Well, we don't know what it's
0: going to be after this YouTube, YouTube. How much to keep him? How much to keep Tannehill? 20-something.
1: And, you know, Titans fans say, well, fucking Todd Downey ain't going to be able to figure out how to use Malik Willis.
0: Maybe he is. What if he is? Yeah, Well, you I could. mean, they
1: need to figure out how to get another
2: A.J. Brown back because yeah. their team legitimately yeah. fell apart after
0: he left. Yeah, I'll be, the, the Titans story is an interesting one. Titan story is an yeah. interesting one. We're pulling for you, though. Hey, hey good we're luck. pulling for you down here. How you know?
1: They're $36 million against the cap if they keep him. Jesus.
0: eighteen point eight if they don't. So it's like
1: basically you get... Double Red of 50% of it is
0: 36 you know. million is a lot of million. Oh, yeah. Congratulations yeah. to Tannehill with that check coming at some point. 18 at least at the at the lowest. Remember after last year after they lose to the Bengals, he took it real hard. Yep. Yeah, he did. Like disappeared for he a did. little yeah. bit. Came back. Team was rolling again. They hit some uh, bumpy roads. Going to make the playoffs though. Going to win the AFC South. Who knows what happens in the playoffs. Now a season ends with an injury in the future. Gets an opportunity to shine in very, very important well, football
1: games. we already know what happened to the GM who cried and took it real hard. Vrabel got rid of his ass, so now Tannehill. Vrabel fire.
0: said he was told about the firing. He didn't say do the firing.
1: Right. Two different things. He didn't order the hit. He was told but. by the voice in his head.
6: Yeah, true. He said that. He was made aware. How about him
0: listening to that question the other day? <laughs> you dumbball. Oh, I can speak. Okay. Keep it short after that terrible question. Incredibly terrible question. Mm-hmm.
3: Long and terrible. Body bag. But then he gave him a pretty thoughtful <laughs> and long answer. Long answer. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Kowarski. That's a
0: good question by Kowarski. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> PaulKowarski.com. Yeah. That's right. All right. Let's go <laughs> to. Um... Yeah, I think we got it.
2: <laughs> I mean, okay. I think news have, this week has been brutal.
0: Dude, we have to address Ronnie Hillman passing away. Mm-hmm. Very Man. young age after a battle with liver cancer, yep. I believe. Uh-huh. It was announced he was in hospice a few days ago, and we we all just assumed it wasn't the Ronnie Hillman that we were thinking of because he seemingly was way too young to be in hospice, just won a Super Bowl yeah. whenever the uh, Peyton and them won the Super Bowl with the Broncos. He was in hospice, and he has officially yeah. passed away. Rest in peace. Congratulations on an incredible uh, football run. Mm-hmm. Ronnie Hillman for accomplishing goals, for working hard, for making an impact on a lot of people. you done good. You didn't live nearly long enough, and that's a damn shame, and it's a great reminder to everybody that this could all end at any moment. Mm-hmm. So let's think about that during the holiday season, I think is a good thing to remind myself and hopefully Everybody else, but rest in peace. That's two, you know, football folks this week that pass away and do not enjoy that at all. AJ Hawk.
6: He was only what, was he only thirty one years old. Yep. Yeah. That's nuts. How how long has he been out of the league?
2: I don't know. We didn't do not that long. Yeah, no, a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, I,
6: I yeah, thirty one. Are you kidding me? Like that's just that's awful. Pers-
0: perspective though, let's remember that. Yep. You know, can happen yeah. at any time in this insane world that we're living in. Most specifically, right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The time that we are in. Mm Madness. Right now. I think we should all remember. Who knows what tomorrow brings? We know we have today, though, right? Mm -hmm. Amen. We have this opportunity to try to enjoy what we're doing. Even if it's shit, we can enjoy the story that we're going to tell about it later. We can frame things in our mind to be in a fashion that's enjoyable as opposed to miserable. You might pass away literally driving home today as this storm hits with ice. You might fall asleep and not wake up at a very young age for no reason at all that is happening to people. You can be seemingly healthy one moment and the next moment gone. Let's enjoy this time we have. Hell yeah. Yeah. Happy holidays. Perspective. It is. Perspective gets put into place very quickly whenever these types of things happen to somebody very young or friends. I... As we all have, I assume, in this generation, have experienced a lot of friends that have passed away, and it kind of is reality smacking you in the mouth, and then perspective hits you in the face afterwards, and then obviously all the memories and emotions flood with the person that passed away from whatever, you know, and in our particular generation, pharma, really, you know, a lot of people got hooked, and a lot of people then spun out of control into different things, and then all one thing would have to be as lace with something, and boom, dead just a nine month spiral gone successful see ya and it's like perspective gets put and then inevitably we all kind of just keep going and then we forget about it and then something else happens it's like man and then you think about your other friend and then life happens and then something happens and you forget about it and then something happens again it's like let's just remember you know let's just do that let's just remember now yeah. that anything can happen and we need to enjoy this and let's make it a fucking better place, hopefully, on our way out, AJ.
6: Yeah, we don't have to, somebody doesn't have to die every day that we know to give us that perspective. You're right. We can make that decision daily. Hey, pretty damn lucky. Like I, We were born in, you're born in America. You live here, you're doing whatever, whatever you're doing. Yeah, try to enjoy it. Even though some things do suck and you don't want to do them. But like you said, I've adopted that a little bit, especially hanging out with you. Like, hey, this situation's terrible. I don't want to go. I don't really want to be here but I end up having fun while I'm there. That's what that's like I thank you for that. You've definitely changed my perspective on stuff like that. Come on. Well, that's cuz I've had to be a part of a lot of terrible things. So <laughs> I had to, you know, I had
0: to start framing it. Uh-huh. I had to start
6: being like Is it, it helps. Get, it's
0: it helps. Oh yeah. Can I please get something out of this? Yeah. The story but people aren't going to believe that this is the shithole I'm in. Mean, let me look around at everything that's here. All right. That's sitting there. That's sitting there. Hey, how long you guys been in this? Mm-hmm. All right. Perfect. Then I try to learn as much as possible. <laughs> then as soon as I leave, Nick, listen to this. What's going on? I was just in a fucking, bo- had a toaster over here. Listen, a toaster <laughs> over here. Boom. It's just like, that is just literally how I decided to deal with it. I appreciate you adapting it to your own because we've learned a lot of stuff about how to adjust to life through A.J. Hawk as uh-huh. well. That's you've right. all, everybody has an impression and an influence on everybody. Let's remember that with how we act. Let's enjoy the hell out of the holiday season. We have no idea if we're going to be live tomorrow, honestly. We, oh, yeah. I, would, I would say we will be. That is the plan. But if Mother Nature is actually going, let it rain, where's the salt? Clear it out. Okay, mm-hmm. and then leave it in boys, <laughs> and then you can like Jack Frost with freeze, and the entire northern part of America becomes an ice skating rink, mm-hmm. which is what I think we're being told is potentially going to happen with the flash freeze that's coming after the rain. I'm not going to tell the boys, you know, to get out there and endanger themselves for us to do a program. So there's a chance we have show tomorrow. We're all planning on having show tomorrow, but if what's coming is coming, we won't. So with that being said, i like to take this time publicly. Boys, have a fucking incredible Christmas, okay? Enjoy your families. You've earned the great meal and hopefully the happy times that you're going to have at your Christmas gathering, whether it's large or small, small because nobody's allowed to travel. AJ, fucking incredible year this year, pal. Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: hey, incredible
0: yeah. year. I hope you have a great Christmas. To all the boys, thank you for everything this year. Thank, thank you, Pat. Pat. To the yeah. people that are watching, though, thank you guys. To everybody that's watching, have an incredible Christmas, have an incredible holiday. We can't thank you enough for allowing us to do this every single day for a living. And whenever you decide to move on, we completely understand. We're going to ride this thing as long as we possibly can. Continue to try to have as much fun as possible, cover the sport that we love of the NFL football and college football. Mm -hmm. It's been fun adding college football Mm -hmm. this year. Yeah, Yeah.
2: it has been fun following it.
0: We've talked more about college football this year than we ever have. Never paid
2: attention to it till now.
0: We didn't, never. Like, watched it, didn't talk about it on the show. They're strictly NFL show. Why would anybody want to hear from us about college football whenever there's other people in there? Now, getting a chance to experience the college football world, learn more about it. I've enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. I've enjoyed our conversations on here about it. How about Ohio State getting back in? Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: it's proved they're not soft.
0: It's for the entire state, right, Ohio? Uh-huh. Big game. Big game on New Year's Eve. Big game down in Peach Bowl in, in Georgia. Verse Dodra. Uh oh. It's going to be a tough barn. <laughs> a, lot of, uh, yeah. a, lot, a lot of barking uh, yeah. A lot of hands on knees, khakis. A lot of people in khakis, hands on knees. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 billionaires, billionaires in a sweater vest with a G on it and a button up underneath. Yep, Both tucked mm-hmm. in two khakis. <laughs> Those uh, penny loafer things. Yep. Uh, Bojas. Yep. Tassels. <laughs>
6: tassels.
2: Hands <laughs> <Berries>. on knees. <laughs> 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 For four quarters. Big nut better bring the juice. (laughs) Big nut is going to have
0: to bring some friends. nuts. Might find a Roman or two. Get the tea up. Bring some nuts down with you. (laughs) That's going to be a tough barn, but they're back in there. But college football has been awesome. A big thank you to everybody. Have an incredibly Merry Christmas. We'll have a show tomorrow, unless we won't have a show tomorrow. Yes. And if we do, I'm sure it'll stink like every other one. (laughs) You all are the best people on earth. Have a good one. AJ, appreciate you, buddy.
6: Appreciate you, man. And the rest of the boys as well.
0: That's hammer. It. Done. Is in 15 minutes at youtube.com forward slash hammer. Done. Tone, I hope you talk about this super boost that we have this evening on FanDuel because mm-hmm. we're trying to go back.
2: To bang. Bang.
0: It's going to be ugly. Super boost. Wind, 20 miles an hour. Rain, a constant. A storm is on the move across America, and it will be felt in New Jersey as the Jaguars travel, winning three out of the last four Woo. to take on the Jets team who have lost three out of the last three. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. ETN scores his first touchdown in a while because it's going to be a ground-and-pound game with that wind and that weather system. And we don't believe over 39 and a half points are going to be scored, once again, because of the wind and that mm-hmm. weather system. We have abided by these rules of gambling for a long time. If we get our eyes on the Doppler and a storm appears to be on the way, we need to take advantage of it. We need to try to beat Vandal. If the meteorologists are wrong, we are fucked. Yeah. This time, it appears as if every meteorologist is saying the same thing mm-hmm. don't love bed on unders, hate it, hate it. But it feels like tonight, 2022 NFL season, how it's been played, it's how fine. these teams play, Prime time and the weather. Tonight's tonight. night. It's going to be a battle. Yeah, Under 39.5, ETN gets a touchdown. That's plus 500. This would be back-to-back plus 500 super boosts hitting one week apart. Let's fucking get on a run, boys. Yeah.
1: For those of you that don't normally bet the unders, there's a couple things we don't want tonight, okay? Mm-hmm. Defensive touchdowns, and we need we do not need a punt to get blocked, okay?
2: No. Need field goals. Yep. The
0: long
1: drives, long drives, red zone turnovers, turnovers, at, turnovers.
0: at the end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all, right. all right, that's one, I guess, terrible yeah. football. Yeah. That's right.
2: <laughs> Bingo.
0: Love Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Love him. Love the, the growth and the development. Trevor, I hope tonight you have nice, long, yeah. time-consuming, <laughs> mm-hmm. matriculating down the football field drives. 15 one of them
1: where ETN gets in.
0: And let's just kick a field goal. That's right. And then Zach on the other side, all those scooters and the boys – Long, boring. First and 10, second and five, third and two, first and 10, second and five, what? third and two, right. Right? first and 10. Right. Right? That's, that's what we need. Yeah. Okay? Then play
2: like Zach Wilson in the red zone. Yeah. Throw your picks.
0: Throw all of them. Throw Hell. all of them. But only down in their
2: end. Yeah. Take yeah. your time getting to that and then make the tackle.
0: And then we need ETN at some point just to somehow. End up with a ball in his hands.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if it's a fumble. Yeah.
0: If it's a catch, pitch, run, sure. fumble, annexation of Puerto Rico. Yeah.
2: Playing slot corner, pick six maybe.
0: Anything. Need him getting getting his own. Yes. Right. Touch the paint, ETM. We need
6: you, pal. All right. It's going to hit. It's hitting. Hell yeah.
0: God We're damn
1: right. The baby age.
6: I didn't like it. You know, I was gonna plus five hundred too. No, this is definitely is hitting. Yeah. So I, I appreciate that. Hell yeah,
0: we feel the same way. I was gonna go after the Thursday one, Boots on the Ground, I was gonna go Sunday, I was gonna go Monday, mm-hmm. I was gonna go Thursday. Right. I didn't I didn't like anything. You know what I mean? that's yeah, I mean,
2: being responsible. Respect that. Good. Weird that's, games too. It's not forcing.
0: That's good gambling, you know? Like Trust we, your instincts. We finally won one. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple games like I looked at and I was like, I like, but I don't love. You know what I mean?
3: And in hindsight, it was a very wacky Sunday. So it, it was, was a wacky Sunday. It was Sunday. a wacky
0: Sunday. Mm-hmm. So now we're back. Let's get a Let's get into a rhythm. Here. Yeah, here, here we go.
2: go. Let's get hot.
0: You know what I mean? Let's get hot. Get here hot in the cold. Because you know what's mattering right now? Football. Yeah, that's right. right. So for us, the time right. is now. Goddamn right. Fandle, your time is up. Our time is now.
6: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Who's music Art? is that? Jowl. Cena. Jowl, dude. Mr. Cena.
0: So you guys oh, have a. Uh, John Cena. Peacemaker. So you guys have an incredible <laughs> Christmas. Let's win tonight. Hell we'll yeah. see you tomorrow until further notice. Hammer. <laughs> God. Down, in 15. Goodbye. Thank you all so, so much. See you.